Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about AFK forges and leveling in Destiny. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you could probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com, and that will bring you right to my Twitch channel. I am usually live when these hit the feeds. If you want to listen to these as entire podcast episodes, if audio format's easier for you, look up SNTR Presents on any podcast platform if you're on youtube like share subscribe and the bell button getting closer each week we're so close to 50,000 subs thank you so much for all the support on youtube so all right i'm gonna walk through this and afking is happening again in forges why is that happening i'll tell you why it's happening it is probably going to get patched fairly quickly uh but we're going to talk about it i'm also going to make it very very crystal clear i'm not mad at anybody if you're afking more power to you leveling has sucked for a long time people take the path of least resistance this is more evidence of that i do know that you may be harming the you know the experience of other players so if you're going to do it please lower your power level down to 750 if you can uh, there are ways to do that, but you know, try not to hurt the experience of other players, but I'm not going to come at you and tell you you're wrong or dumb for doing this. I'm also not going to choose sides. I know there were streamers that got really, really, you know, maybe a little bit, pas- you know, passionate about this and, and said some things in the, you know, in the heat of the moment, people love this game and they get passionate about it. I'm never going to fault anybody for that. I'm never going to like choose sides or get angry. I think everybody was just, you know, talking about it in the way they thought best. Some turned it into a meme and a joke. Others got pretty, you know, got pretty, you know, hyperbolic about it. And that's the, you know, that's fine. If that's what they want to do with their platform, that's their choice. I have just learned to shrug at this stuff and say, it's on Bungie. It's on Bungie. Low card farming and trials, similar thing. It's on Bungie. They've got to figure out ways to incentivize this types of behavior. I was worried this was going to happen. I think it was in my video about the redacteds or about the TWAB or whatever, where I said this could turn into another, you know, bounties in a lost sector farm where folks are going to sniff out the path of least resistance. Where can we get the umbrals to drop most often? And that's where they're going to, de- you know, dedicate their attention. I thought the way they choke the currency would keep that in check. But since you get both the currency and the umbrals for just AFKing a forge, that's what people are doing. They're AFKing forges because both the umbrals and the, the, uh, the currency drops in there. And the main reason people are doing it right now, which obviously they'll continue to do it throughout the season, even once their max level is, this is a great way to level up your character. Uh, Because the umbrals, when you focus them on armor, can drop powerful. This is like free powerful rewards nonstop, and then the currency to focus them. So that's what's going on, okay? Umbrals and the currency are basically in all sorts of content. Right now, if you don't want to do that and you want to legitimately farm for them, running an adept nightmare hunt is the fastest way. Gaul is a really, really quick grind. By the time you hear this, it'll be almost reset for the week. You'll have to pick a different one next week, but the lowest level nightmare hunts are a great farm for this. You get an umbral and the currency almost every single time you finish. It's another great way to grind it, but again, this was part of my concern. You're really driving people away from the new content because the new content isn't structured in a way that's super, super winsome. People are going the path of least resistance. They're finding the smallest circle they can run in, and that's exactly what they're doing. Uh, Again, I would encourage people that if you're going to do this, please lower your power and do it in a party so you don't hurt the experience of other people who are trying to do the forges. And many are basically saying, I'm just going to do this. This is the best way to level up. Some people are saying this is terrible. It should be patched. People should be banned. 
I don't think there's a reason to do that. Bungie has always said our bugs are, an, are you know, it's a bank error in your favor. Obviously, when it's game breaking for like Crucible or something, they disable exotics. But by and large, th- this sort of thing, they just kind of let you do it. They let us do it in Menagerie. It was like a run on the bank for like a week and then they patched it and it was a similar situation. It was their, their bug was to our benefit and they've always, they've always had that attitude and I think that's the right attitude to have. It's on them to fix it. It's not on players to avoid the, you know, the free candy bars that are all over the ground. The real thing I want to talk about in this video is that leveling still sucks, okay? Leveling still sucks. It's been great that this particular subject has driven a lot of the content creators and voices in the community that severely disagreed with me about infusion and leveling back in Forsaken. You'll remember what happened. I got taken to task and chastised for having the position that infusion was terrible and leveling was awful. And People were very proud of going to the summit and championing really, really slow leveling and costly infusion. Well, thankfully, two years later, everybody has joined my drum circle. Everybody is now banging on the drum that I've been banging on. Get rid of infusion. It isn't necessary. Let's go to slot leveling. Let's streamline leveling. So as long as you're playing, you're leveling. Let's please go that route. I'm thrilled that people are now on my side, not because I want to be vindicated vindicated or be proven right. That That's already happened with all of the things Bungie's been doing to leveling and infusion. It was already very, very clear that my position was the correct one. You can call me arrogant all you want, by the way. I've been arguing for this since Forsaken because my concern was the common player's experience. I'm not like grinding my axe of being right. I genuinely thought this would be better for the player experience. And here we are two years later. Everybody's joining this team. Why? Because a bunch of people got excited about the reveal and a bunch of people jumped back in and guess what experience they had? They had the experience they used to defend. They were suddenly the one that had just taken a break. They were suddenly the player that hadn't been playing for a while and they did not appreciate being drugged through a leveling experience that 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 they did not want to have. They were suddenly put through a thought experiment of this is exactly what it's like when this is how the leveling is set up and this is what you have to go through. All it takes is a couple of bad milestone drops, right? All it takes is a couple and you're going to really, really want to stop playing because it's like, I got to level up. I want to do the dungeon. I want to do these new things. I want to be stronger and a couple of bad drops and you're ready to throw in the towel. That is why right now everybody is doing this. It is the single fastest way to grind. Now, I saw people saying like, oh, I'm doing this because I want to play the new content, but I don't want to level. I'm going to address that here in just a second, but I really think people need to see this pattern has been set for a very long time. First, it was prime Ingram farming. Then it was lost sector bounties. Then people save bounties. Now this. Generally speaking, the community will always take the path of least resistance. This is how we're wired as humans and this is how we're wired as gamers. We're going to maximize what we can get out of our play sessions, and that's what people are going to do. I have continued to say, create natural leveling pathways so you can play and just do whatever you want. Keep the milestones for big bumps, but then everything that drops in the game should be helping me level and backfill. You shouldn't have to token slam and use a third-party website to find out who's who's a plus zero so I can backfill. People are always like, what does backfilling mean? Backfilling basically means when you have, you know, two or three pieces that have fallen behind your current level and you can get like Zavala to drop pieces at your level. That's called a plus zero, meaning it's not beneath you, it's at your level. It goes back 
and it fills those gaps. If the game was naturally gap filling for you, this would probably not really be a problem. That's why the people who are Destiny rich generally level up the first week because we can gap fill at a vendor by token slamming. You can't do that if you're Destiny poor, and so you basically have to run the gamut of RNG leveling, which is awful. If you get one or two bad drops, you feel like your entire week is thrown away. If you only have one character, you're severely limited in your efficiencies. I continue to think they need to do a handful of things. First of all, make the milestones repeatable. Every three strikes a powerful. Every so many crucible weapon, you know, matches a powerful drops. Like, do the same thing with raids. Do the same thing with all the content. Let us just keep rerunning it. You could do the same thing with pinnacles. If you're going to rerun pinnacle content, you can continue to get pinnacle, you know, drops. Obviously, you're going to wait until you're at level cap to do that, but... I would continue to say that is one of the primary things that need to change. You streamline leveling, you open it up, make it a whole lot more free, and then people can just level by playing. And obviously, if you optimize as a hardcore player, you're going to level up more efficiently, but nobody's going to feel like they need to go AFK farm a forge because leveling is so, so awful. The other thing I'm going to say is whenever you have new content, two things need to happen. You're going to have to really, really create generous lanes in the new content or people will freaking avoid it. Like right now, contact public event should be the most generous thing in the game to run if you want the new stuff. Second, you got to reinvigorate the old stuff. If all content is equal right now and you can get the umbrals anywhere, then there's no reason to run strikes. There's no reason to run certain pieces of content. So what are people doing? Forges and nightmare hunts. Old, non-relevant content, and there's no real reason to grind them other than getting the umbrals. It makes all the content basically equal. Everything's the same, so I'm going to go to the fastest completion content, which I don't think is good for the game either. Lastly, people are like, just get rid of leveling. Remove leveling. There was a people I saw on Twitter saying... I just want to run the dungeon. That's why I'm doing this. Okay. Leveling isn't bad. We have bad leveling. That's a distinction I've really tried to drive home today. The idea of leveling for an expansion or a season is not inherently bad. We just have really bad leveling. New content giving you a sense of aspiration. Here's something to aspire to. Here's something to level up for. There's nothing wrong with that. We just have awful, awful leveling right now. You're sort of left with two choices. They can either make you aspire to the higher levels by only running the new content, and then you're going to get burned out of the new content, or they can make you aspire to the newer levels and the higher levels of new content by running all of the old content and then people get burned out there as well this is why you need generous leveling paths in the current content a reinvigoration of the old paths if you want to run strikes or crucible that's another great way to level to keep things sort of spicy and fresh so you're not feeling like well i'm only running the new or i'm only running the old this all needs completely overhauled for year four or people are going to continue to feel like leveling is awful leveling is needed and good if done properly we need it for sunsetting we need it for a sense of aspiration somebody brought up in q a another good point we need more difficulty spectrum you could run all the stuff the first couple of weeks at normal and enjoy yourself and if leveling is goes in the direction that i think it needs to you could be leveled up and strong enough for the harder version that launches later that has lots of rewards and incentives there because they're going into you know more of a direction of transmog and customization and vanity items and and you know a hierarchy of loot with stronger loot at the tip you know tip of the pyramid all of this could work in harmony presently i don't get mad at people doing afk forges or anything else like that because leveling has been bad for two years hopefully we can see significant changes in year four or we're going to continue to revisit these problems season to season i really hope we see some big changes as always you can listen to the q a session after this and you can come and watch me live at say no to rage.com as always please like share and subscribe 
Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session that came with my video about AFK Forges and leveling. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at SayNoToRage.com. If you want to watch me live, SayNoToRage.com will bring you right to the Twitch channel. If you want to listen to these as audio podcast episodes, you can go look for SNTR Presents on any of the podcast platforms. So, we're going to jump right into the questions. We did our best to filter. We're trying to avoid certain cliches like really broad, how do you fix leveling, how do you fix forges. So, that's going to get answered earlier in the Q&A, so we're trying to delete those from the back end. We're also avoiding off-topic questions sometimes, like I'm kind of tired of talking about sunsetting and also like big predictive things about next year year four so certain questions are either getting deleted or passed over quickly again it's not to be rude it's just for efficiency ashen hollow not sure how to feel i love the fact that you can earn umbrals everywhere uh, or anywhere but i'm still not wanting to go into strikes or other content is this problem with burnout or do i need to wait until strike loot feels more rewarding No, no, I I think what you're saying is something that I expressed concern about before this season, okay? If you go back and watch, it's one of my TWAB videos or one of my Umbral videos, I said, it's great that they're putting the Umbrals everywhere, but if you're not giving me a reason to go into strikes, I'm probably just going to go to the quickest turnover rate. I said I was super concerned about this just turning into another Lost Sector bounty farm. People are just going to find the path of least resistance. And if you don't give me a specific reason to go into Crucible or to Vanguard Strikes with specific loot, you're sort of making those those uh, playlists and those activities sort of ignorable. It's like, well, why bother? I talked about this when we talked about them homogenizing that generic loot pool and going to the NPCs and not getting you know, updated loot. This is one of the reasons I think they're going to have to do a vendor update in year four. Also, Luke Smith talked about reinvigorating core activities. Now, I had people saying, and Paul Tassi said this to me on the Rageous Roundtable, that he thought the Umbral Ingrams, at the time they were redacted Ingrams, that was their way of reinvigorating core content. That doesn't make any sense to me. If I can get the Ingram everywhere, you've not reinvigorated that content. I'm going to basically do what everybody's doing now. They're either AFK forging or they're going to the Rage Nightmare Hunt because it's like a four-minute clear and they're getting the currency or an umbral like every other time or every couple of runs, right? We should probably be doing that right now. If anybody wants to join me, let's just farm the the Rage Nightmare Hunt during Q&A to show people essentially why we need new loot or new purposeful loot inside of uh inside of uh strike so i'm i'm gonna go to the i'm gonna go to the tribute hall to shrink my player my my fire team and then we're just gonna grind the nightmare hunt rage right you can use the join command i'm not afking i'm gonna actually play content okay so this is like low card farming i this is one of the reasons where I wonder, sometimes I wonder if Bungie should start to say, like, here's something that we're kicking around. Here's the structure for trials that we're kicking around. What do you guys think? Okay? Because the minute we looked at the structure for trials, we were like, people are going to go low card farm. They're going to go to the lower part of the card, and they're just going to farm it. They're going to keep their loot really, really shrunk, their loot pool shrunk, and they're going to grind for, you know, really, really easy really really easy you know uh loot control is what is what everybody was concerned about so in this scenario we're, we're in another situation where it's like as soon as they outlined the the redacted ingram details i said that i was like 
it kind of feels like it's going to turn into another lost sector bounty grind people are going to find the path of least resistance and they're going to live there and that's exactly what has happened i mean even if let's say afk farming wasn't a thing let's just imagine it wasn't a thing what would people be doing what i'm about to do they would just go into nightmare hunt rage four minutes four minutes four minutes four minutes is that what you want people doing right is that what you want people doing i i don't think so and that's why they have to retool leveling they've got to completely retool it it there there's like three prongs that need to happen here okay leveling should be more automatic and streamlined content should be revitalized so that there's actually a reason to go run strikes instead of just like oh let's let's do it right let's just do it like just for why oh a milestone i don't well, is that the only reason i'm running strikes right and then the third thing they need to do is essentially remove rng from leveling those things all need to happen you know just let people play the content what difficulty are you supposed to set it at for this grind is it just literally just adept just burn through it over and over and over again I disagree with that assertion. The portion of the community who is willing to farm gall for hours and hours and hours is pretty small. By cult, you would be surprised how many people will run in these small circles because it's the most efficient way to level. If you're wanting to level up to run content, you're going to take the path of least resistance. It's what people do. The alternative is that they either, listen, you got three options three options you take the path of least resistance you level in the traditional way of like backfilling and dealing with rng or you don't play those are your three options are any of those ideal no running running a nightmare hunt over and over or afking in a forge is not ideal interacting with rng based leveling where you get frustrated because of bad rng and you backfill by token slamming npcs none of that's ideal either and then not playing is the other option those are basically your three options none of those are ideal so there's not some like pure version of the game right now that you can engage with that doesn't feel like a complete and utter waste of time that if, if you want to have leveling every season, have it. It needs to be streamlined and basically automatic. Brand says, It's been a thing since D1 launched that people gravitate to the fastest leveling methods, Loot Cave LOL. What's stopping Bungie from just temporarily disabling the game mode? I just never think that that's the option. It, it's, it's They disable stuff when it's breaking the, you know, it's breaking the crucible. Um, or it's breaking like a PVE, you know, a PVE grind or something. Uh, that's usually that's usually when stuff gets disabled. I don't think disabling the game mode is is the right call right now. I think you're just going to tick people off. Here here's the double edged sword that happens every single time this happens. People get in while the getting's good, and they make the run on the bank, and they rob the game, and they get all this stuff. It happened with enhancement cores at one point. You could continue to grab some item and break it down, right? And they make a run on the bank. They get all the benefits of that. And then Bungie patches it. And then people are like, oh, that's not fair. I didn't get a chance to do it. You know, and then they're mad that it gets patched. It's, there's not really a winner in this situation, you know? Um... 
I disagree. I think there's a large part of the player by place that just logs in, bangs out the yellows on the director. It's not optimized, sure, but they plug away. Yes, but traditionally speaking, that content loop is one that people don't like, and it led to big, big spikes of engagement during the year of Forsaken, Black Armory, Drifter, and Opulence. There'd be big spikes of engagement and big drop-off. So, that's always my concern. It's always my concern. Uh, let's see what the player population is doing over the weekend here. Charlemagne is not working, apparently. I'm not getting any info in the... Uh, it's, it's just, they're blanks. It looked like the day before was like a million and something PvE players. So the, the concern that I would have is, in two weeks, are those people going to continue playing? Right? Or are they going to be like, you know, no, it's fine. I like the leveling. Or are they going to bounce? Like, that's always my concern is is the player patterns. Are the player patterns healthy or are they like really, really disjointed? I always feel like it's disjointed because people feel like they can't make progress so they disengage or they AFK. Oh, Charlemagne's been down for a few days. Okay. Uh... Beefy Lee, what would be the number one change to help the leveling process? I think the number one change that we need, I think the, oh, are you serious? I think the number one change that we need is they need to completely overhaul, uh, loot intentionality. It, it, it just shouldn't, it should not be difficult to level. There are plenty of things you can make difficult. You can make, uh, and I lost all my ammo. Baboon just stole all my ammo. I have nothing. Um, holy freaking moly. Well, I'm glad you guys are baking. <laughs> I lost all my ammo from that baboon. I lost my green and my purple again. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think the number one thing you got to take is intentionality. If if I'm gonna, if I am going to play the game, I should just get something for my time. You get out what you put in. You play for four hours, you should be able to get loot. You should be able to get stuff. So I got an umbral. You automatically get an umbral every time. Is that true? Oh my word. Um, that that's the number one thing that needs to be changed. Is reward me for my time. It's that simple. Table GFG. Does the issue of AFK forge farming perpetuate a much bigger issue that, um, yeah, I'm having some trouble here. Every few tries, okay. Uh, that the issue of progression. For context, should level progression happen as you play the game naturally, or does it support the idea? Some of these questions early on, I kept them in because I felt like they touched on different themes and different ideas. And I think you're touching on the thing that I just was sort of talking about. The number one thing I would change if I was pulling the trigger on leveling is I would say, if you play for five hours, you make progress no matter what. It doesn't matter about RNG drops. It doesn't matter that you played strikes instead of making sure to do Gambit and Crucible and Flashpoint and this and that. None of that matters. If you put in five hours, you level. Now, there's efficient leveling and just it happens leveling. Sure, somebody maximizing when they hit a milestone and when they backfill, fine. 
you know, if you get a big drop and then you go and grind something that you know is good for backfilling and then you go and do a big drop, that's called maximization. That's just you maximizing your time. That's totally fine. But right now, you feel like if you don't do that, it's just, it's literally a lost cause. You just, you're not going to level as fast. You're going to get like no progress. Uh, Death Bobcat. What could Bungie do to empower players to participate in content instead of bounty loss sector farming or AFK uh, forge farming? Well, I mean, one of the things they need to stop doing is if you're going to put currency in a bounty, I would say, let me probably just keep repeating that bounty, right? And then make the bounty generic and shared. We've talked about this a lot, right? Like, make the bounty generic and shared. So, if I'm playing with my buddies, the bounty's getting completed, even if I'm not the one shooting the baddies. As long as I'm in the general vicinity, my bounty's getting completed. I've also said you just need generic bounties. So, right now, instead of having, like, a a hand cannon or a sidearm or an auto rifle bounty, you just primary bounties. And then have multiple versions of the primary bounty. Kills without reloading, rapid kills, critical kills, uh, close quarters kills. And you just do those with the primary. So that way, I could just boot up and play content with my buddies, whether it's a nightmare hunt, a strike, the public event, whatever, whatever it is I feel like doing. And those bounties are just getting completed. And then my currency earn rate then can still be tied to them, but I'm just playing the game. I don't, I'm not having to completely change my loadout. I'm not having to be like, okay, so what do I need to do now? I got, wait, I got to switch off my sidearm and you're going to get an auto rifle and now I need void and pfft. No, make them generic and shared and complementary. And if you're going to attach a currency to them, then they just need to be repeatable. There's not really a reason. See, this is one of the things that always happens. Bungie's like, all right, here's the currency needed for something and you can only get it in this way. And what do people do? They delete characters. They... Uh, they, they farm, they AFK farm, or they do what I'm doing. Oh, just, yeah, go run, go run the, the, the fastest, the fastest nightmare hunt. Just, yeah, just run that over and over again. So people just naturally like, they, we, they clearly want the currency and your choking of that currency leads to people basically sort of cannibalizing the game, consuming the game in an unnatural way so that they can get, they can get the thing that they want. I genuinely think that a lot of the times there's like this passive micromanaging going on, which is the number one cause for odd behavior in the game. Like people are like, I need the thing. This is how you get the thing. And Bungie's like, if you want the thing, you got to do this, but you can't do it too much. Cause if you do, we're, we're going to cap it or blah, blah, blah. And then some people are like, well, okay, then I, I guess I'll, as I said before, I'll stop playing or I'll take the path of least resistance, delete characters or f- like forge farm it up, AFK forge farm it up. All of those are responses. All of those are responses to like that micromanaging thread and feel to the game. You can't just do the thing that you want to do. You're constantly having to deal with like this feel of, you know, all I want to do is get this stuff and you're preventing me from doing it. I genuinely think like generosity and intentionality usually promote engagement. Yeah, so I got 50 I got 50 of the currency that time but I didn't get the Umbral Engram so that's a pretty good trade. 
You know what I mean? That's a pretty good trade. So I'm just going to continue to say, you ask a couple simple questions. What are we adding that people will want? Uh, these engrams in this currency. Okay, what are the means? Uh, what are the means by which they get those things? What do they? What do they do? Uh, what do they do to get those things? Okay, they have to do this, 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 and this. Okay, how much? How empowered is the player, and how limited is the player? You got to go through these series of questions. Because if they're not empowered and they're too limited, people will go uh, th- to the route where they feel like, oh, this is the most empowering, most rewarding route. Why not create really empowering routes and then that's where people will go? Pre-nerfed menagerie is a perfect example. Um, how generous the sundial was. People were not doing... People were not doing what I was worried about. People were like, oh, they're going to just go... For, I was like, oh, they're just going to go for the frames. They're just going to go for the frames in uh, in Season of Dawn. They're going to avoid Sundial. No, that's not what people did. Why? Because once you leveled up the Obelisk, Sundial was ridiculously generous. So people were grinding Sundial because they were like, it's actually really, really good to go for God Rolls. They created a, a route that was generous. The generous route led to engagement. The minute you don't have a generous route, people will make one. They will find one. And that's what's happened. Our Zune. Why do you think certain streamers feel so passionately about AFK forging? Some hoarded bounties, other found a better system, seems to be bring the same result. Um, everybody has different opinions about what should or shouldn't happen in the game. Okay, everybody does. So I'm gonna re- I'm gonna reboot my game. Casual knowledge and fishy. You guys can have your spots back. I'm gonna just try and completely reboot my game and Steam and see if we can't get this sorted out. Um. Everyone is passionate about certain aspects of the game. So I'll give you an example. Speedrunners got really upset about sword changes. Okay. Speedrunners got very upset about the sword changes. And then the rest of us were just kind of like, who cares? <laughs> like we're, we're happy with the sword changes. Swords are really, really strong. You can use swords to do all kind of cool things now. Cause they actually, in many respects made them better as a weapon type. Like there's a, there's a give and take of spamming light, using heavy, watching your energy, blah, blah, blah. All those things I think, uh, have made swords more appealing. Okay, but those guys got really irritated about it and they were, you know, they're pretty wound up and they, you know, they made their tweets and their, their posts. That is just part and parcel to a community that's committed and passionate about a game. So I'm not going to get up anybody's nose that did it, that, that got angry about it. If, you know, you know, people were calling people scum or blah, blah, blah. I get lost in the weeds of who is memeing and being sarcastic and who is being genuinely super upset and angry. I get lost in the weeds. I don't, I can't tell who is being serious and who's not. So I typically just sort of avoid getting involved. I'm just like, eh, I I don't really care. I usually always try to come from the angle of it's on Bungie. Right when people were doing the low card farm and they got angry at streamers for low card farming, I was like, "How can you get angry at streamers for doing the thing that they're supposed to do? They're supposed to find the route for the most, you know, the the, the best way to get rewards, and they're doing that. And getting angry at them is so strange. It's like it's not their fault that Bungie created this. 
I'm just getting constantly contacting Destiny 2 servers. I wonder if this is literally my AT&T acting up. I literally ha- cannot get in a, a consistent connection to the game right now. Um, it's got to be it's got to be my AT&T. I'm this is so so bad. I've never had the game run this poorly. Contacting Destiny servers is that happening for everybody or just for me? Cuz I it's constant right now. So, it's on Bungie to, uh, it's on, yeah, so now I'm a strict gnat. Now I'm a strict gnat. Um, I have backup ISP that I'm streaming on. I don't, I don't really like plugging my, uh, I I don't like plugging my gaming rig into, into, uh, Spectrum because that is, uh, that's usually what I use to play. Resetting usually helps, um... I suppose we could do that. Let me try that. We'll t- keep taking questions, and I'll just try and reset my internet connection. Uh, I'll just like disable and re-enable. Um, we're also using the Google DNS servers. I wonder if we could just uh, change that to um, automatic instead. Uh, <laughs> let's just save that information and see if that doesn't help too that doesn't seem to be necessary right now um I don't even know where you go to like enable and disable your the device is it under advanced um show available networks view is it network and sharing center oh yeah here it is here's where I go to change adapter settings uh and I basically disable and then I re-enable and then that usually fixes some of these problems we'll see if that helps um so uh the the streamers that get really upset and passionate I'm just gonna continue to say like that's just like the nature of the business people are just going to continue to defend what they think is is the best way to play and the best routes and I mean this is where I think sometimes streamers can we we can talk out of both sides of our mouth it's like I really really want new stuff and then we do everything we can to bypass all the new stuff we do everything we can we're like we take shortcuts we save bounties we we do everything we can to bypass literally every aspect of the game and then when other people do it all of a sudden people are getting like really really upset and it's like why I don't understand why do you care if people are taking shortcuts you know I it, it if people are taking shortcuts how is that any different how is that any different than when you saved bounties or when you prime ingram farmed or like you we we all do these things to take shortcuts why cuz i think i don't know i i, I think generally th- i think generally speaking people look for opportunities to play the game in the most efficient way that's like that's generally what people do and it's it's really really hard to get angry at people for doing that that's just again if Bungie wants to create the proper reward structures they can do that um yeah this has got to be on AT&T this is making me feel a little bit better maybe they can get in here and fix everything uh and fix my my modem and then I'll be able to start streaming on AT&T because I have great signal, but I continue to think that the modem itself uh, is completely jacked up. <laughs> I think the modem uh, the modem is super, 
super jacked. Um, check general chat and discord. Your solution's not going to help me. Like my internet is jacked up. I have no, <laughs> I, I have no upload right now when I try and do a speed test. So, so do you even play the game? Every time I pop in your stream, you're just talking. No, I don't, I don't play the game. I, uh, I, I, I choose not to. So, um, let's see how long you've been following me since October. Yeah. Welcome to Cluelessville. Uh, let's see. Having said, summer will be like no other time in Destiny. What do you feel is making or going to make this game unlike any other time in the game? I mean, I think in general, the the, 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 the talking points that I've kind of provided is they have continued to say it'll be like no other time in destiny. And I've continued to be like that more than likely is with relation to the, 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 the story. I keep saying it'll be significant, but not substantive. Like, I don't think we're having a substantive experience. It, it's, we're already seeing the lack of substance, right? People are, people are going to have so much stuff. So, so fast. People are going to get so burnt out on the, you know, on the structure of the content. It, I don't think the content's got shelf life. I think public event-based content has like zero shelf life. I, I, it just, it's not good content. Um, and I think it's going to hurt it long term. And I think ultimately you're seeing that happen right now. I just think people are, uh, people are, are basically taking the shortcuts, getting all the stuff. And then halfway through the season, they're going to be like, there's nothing left for me to do. That's like a super, super common thing. So... Um, let's see here for the people who are saying that they should be able to do this since they paid for the content. Does that feel justifiable for their argument? Well, here's the thing using the argument of like, well, I paid for it. I can do whatever I want. I would push back and say, you paid for it and you should be asking for better content structure. <laughs> like you should be asking for a more rewarding, more natural leveling experience as opposed to, Oh wow. The best thing to do is to go play the game in a really unnatural and stupid way. Um, that that's pretty much my, my thought on it. If, if, if you're going to pay for the content, you should be asking for better content. Uh, I, I think a lot of the times people, are sometimes people come here and they enjoy debating me so much that they'll take up a position that they kind of know is silly defending the leveling system or defending the content structure or even saying that like well if we if we paid for the content we can do whatever we want well sure but do you really think this is the best way the content should be structured (laughs) like you know what i mean but until we get better content structure is it not okay to do what we want if you've been here for literally more than five minutes that question doesn't need to be asked it's like I swear people don't pay attention and want to accuse me of stuff passively I don't care what you do I've made that very clear this morning a handful of you continue to do this you're tempting to create a a narrative that I have not trotted out maybe you want to clip it and run to Twitter maybe you just like to get chat or me wound up I have made it crystal freaking perfect clear that I don't care if people do this it's on Bungie to make better content I've said that so much because this is what people do. You try and create a streamer narrative, a streamer negative narrative that I have not trotted out once. I have continued to say the exact same thing because I know this is what people do. You try to take me out of context or put words in my mouth. I have said ad nauseum this morning in the 30 minutes of this Q&A, 
it's not on the players, it's on Bungie. It's up to Bungie to structure the content better. Stop trying to create a narrative that I have not trotted out once today. I don't think I'm superior because I'm not angry. I don't think people should be banned. I don't care if people do it. I don't even care that other streamers get angry about it. That's just people being passionate about the game. Like, I have not once taken taken swipes or shots or a negative line of thinking toward anybody in the discussion. So quit framing your questions that way. It's kind of tilting. To, like it's like you're trying to make me force into like some false dichotomy where I don't like a, a streamer or a person if they think or do X, and it's like I haven't said that at all. So you called it a stupid way to play the game, uh, and they pick what you say to make you the bad guy, right? When like listen, when I say it's a stupid way to play the game, I'm not talking about the player. I'm talking about like that's a really dumb way to play the game. We don't want to run in a 10-foot circle. We want to play new content. That's not an insult to the player. That's dumb. Who wants to do that? Don't you want to run new content? Don't you want to do new things? Like, you want to run in a circle? You want to AFK farm? That's the antithesis of content. That's not an insult to the player. That's literally... That actual behavior is silly. That's not... <laughs> like, you. we should all want better, better content structure and stop punting and letting them get away with this kind of stuff. Like, we need better leveling and infusion we haven't gotten an overhaul of that system and it's desperately needed uh mr me seeks with trials getting disabled this weekend due to bugs is this the right time to take it off the table and adjust the issue with trials um i this is this is a bit of a softball for me you know my position i think that's why you're asking this and i made sure to tweet about it even old man old man mikowski or old mikowski i always forget what it is because i call him mikowski even mikowski was like just take just take it out of the game for a while um more people are joining my team team put trials on hold put trials on hold for for the summer more people are joining my team because they're like this isn't this isn't working it's just a blemish on the on the franchise right now it looks bad glitchy buggy cheat riddled a shrinking player base like i and then the, the crown jewel is people can't even go to the dadgum lighthouse like i don't know it, it i would i would continue to say that you it's it's a vicious cycle either way. You either leave it in and deal with the nonsense situation that we're in right now, or you take it out. Which vicious cycle is preferred? I think more and more people are going to prefer the idea that it's better to take it out and bring it back again. It, it, it they, They've got a lot of work to do. They have a lot of work to do. Bring it back, triumphant return, you know, adept weapons, restructured, you know, structure, better anti-cheat, all those things. You know what I mean? All those things need to need to take place because if not, it's just going to be another summer of nonsense, and then it just makes the game look bad. McCheshire, with the rampant AFK forge farming being a hot topic, is Bungie's approach on revitalizing core activities in future seasons a solid solution to this problem? This essentially makes a broader amount of content viable for gearing up. This is exactly what we talked about at the beginning of this Q&A when I said you've not really revitalized strikes for me just by putting those em- those engrams in there. You haven't. There's literally no reason for me to go in there. It's it's 
I can get the umbrals anywhere. And if I can get the umbrals anywhere, why am I going to bother going into strikes unless there's something new there? Revitalizing forges would, in a certain sense, fix this problem. You could go in and run forges for new weapons, new rolls, new perks, and when that happens you're then able to say I now have a multi-layered purpose here there's some cool new things going on in the forge and these umbrals can drop and then that removes the reason to AFK if people are AFKing uh, I'm going to boot my game back up it looks like my internet's uh, stabilized again AT&T is man this is bad but it looks like I can play again Uh, so those same two people can join me if they want like AFKing would seem dumb Right? You'd be like, why are you AFKing? There's cool new things in in the forge. There's cool new things going on. Why would you not go after those cool new things? It's okay. It's okay if you AFK farm, I guess. But like the rest of the community would be like, no, actually completing the forge and doing it right and doing the frames, you actually are getting way more stuff. That's the same thing with strikes, right? Why, why, why bother going into strikes? Who gives a crap about strikes? Well, if they added new loot pursuits in there through Zavala, do the same thing in Crucible. I think that's the biggest problem is if, if you can't, if you can't have a layered reason to go into something, you're going to go narrow, 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 narrow. No reason to run strikes, no reason to run really anything. There's the public event, and then there's forges. They both net the same thing. <laughs> Umbral Ingrams. Umbral Ingrams and currency. Even if they patch this, what's everybody going to go do? They're going to go run the fastest adept nightmare hunt they can find. <laughs> they're going to find the fastest adept nightmare hunt that they can find, and that's what they're going to run. Is that really what you want the season to be? Again, is that is that how it should be structured? They, they're going to have to think there's got to be some far-reaching changes made here in year four. There have to be. Uh, Nova Hands. Hey, Lono. How does Bungie move away from all these public event-style activities and they lean on every season? Okay, I don't think we're going to be getting this in year four because of Luke Smith's commentary about revitalizing core activities and because um, you can... Uh, and because you can leave the activities in for an entire year uh, I'm not sure who the other person was that was playing with me and Fishy but I'm going to leave the uh, the slot open for you for just a minute here um, I think we'll I think we'll go back to the, tri- the tribute hall too just in case I have to open it to anybody um, if they're not around anymore they may have stepped away oh that may be them um, yeah that's them I'm going to take us to the tribute hall still just to give us some ammo because it makes the speed runs a little bit quicker so Nova, I think we have our answer in Luke Smith's commentary and in the change for year four being content's not coming in and leaving. I think that the, the, the unfortunately, Sundial was probably the best piece. Uh, it was probably the best piece of activity that we got. And then Vex Offensive was extremely like, e- like maybe a little too thin, maybe a little too basic. And then the tower events and contact are public event based. So people don't like them. But again, they're coming in and leaving that sort of part and parcel for that kind of content. It's just not going to be that substantive. It's not going to have a lot of depth and staying power because by its very nature, it's not staying. Uh, witty calf. Even if Bungie moves a slot leveling or better than the current system, can they ever overcome the path of least resistance issue with the power grind? They can't. 
And this is why you should just lean into if you play, you level. If you play, you level. Think about it like this. As I said just moments ago, there's a difference between like casual Carl leveling in that system. He's just playing and leveling and hardcore, you know, hardcore Harry, right? Not our Harry in chat, but like a hardcore player. There's a difference between those two players. One will maximize their leveling efficiency and surely get more levels in that first week. But the other guy's like, I don't care about any of that crap. I I just play and level. I get out what I put in. So the guy who maximizes, the guy who goes crazy and gap fills and and makes sure to and make sure to do everything in the right order. That guy's going to net more levels, but I at the same time he, he that's kind of how it should be. If leveling just sort of happens, it doesn't matter if somebody can maximize their leveling and maybe get a little bit more progress than you. It doesn't. It simply doesn't matter. They're not doing anything that kind of like, you know, you're, you're going to maximize your end game. You know, you're, it's, it's like, oh, I have more God rolls than you. Why? Well, I grinded more. I, I, had, I, had, I, had, I had more loot. I had more loot turnover. And because I had more loot turnover, I just naturally ended up with more, uh, more chances at God rolls. So I got more God rolls than you you get in what you put out it, it, it's it's how it should be like but right now what happens is leveling's bad people get frustrated by the leveling so what do they do they try to sniff out shortcuts they try to find ways to avoid it they try to find ways to bypass it and you know what's funny we're all doing the same thing both the hardcore player and the casual are all doing the same thing. We're either trying to find a shortcut or we're like, we just don't care. Like, I'll oh, forget it. I don't care about leveling or they don't play. My brother said it last night. I asked why he didn't farm this over and over. And he just said, I just want to play the game precisely. It's it's that's, that's been a common, common thread since forsaken, uh, blue face. You proclaim numerous times that we need a new leveling system, and I fully agree, but what about the pinnacle level grind? I get that we need to revamp the hard uh, the hard cap, but what about the pinnacle level grind? I mean, uh, I feel like you would just apply the principle at the upper echelons. So, what have we said? Remove the weekly limitation. Let me run strikes over and over and over again. Why? Who, who cares? Let me level. Every three, every three strikes, I get a powerful and all that time stuff's dropping to help me level. What you would do is you would do the same thing with pinnacles. You would take that principle and just scale it up. You can run grandmaster nightfalls and raids and dungeons as much as you want. That's totally your prerogative. It's pinnacle activity. And then you do the same thing there. You would have pinnacle drops and then those sources as well. Think about it like this, right? Right now, if you get to 1050, you could just run the raid over and over again. And the drops in there from the fights are going to give you a big bump. And then maybe like the ingrams that drop while you're playing in the raid, they can backfill for you. Why? Well, you're in a pinnacle environment. So everything has the chance to be above 1,050. You can endlessly farm prophecy. Right, they're already letting you endlessly farm the dungeon. Like, they're already saying, yeah, I mean, I don't want to run that as much as you want. Go ahead, yeah, go for it, you know? It'll be, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. 
Well, I mean, that I think is a step in the direction of what we've been asking for. We have been asking for a system where you you can play as much as you want and not feel like, well, I'm done for the week. Milestones and pinnacles create that semblance of, well, I'm done for the week. And I think that that's ultimately bad for the level grind. That's ultimately not good for the level grind. And if, if you want to fix the level grind... You can't just fix the lower echelon. You have to fix the upper echelon as well. But if the principles are consistent, run strikes and crucible and 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 like powerful milestones as much as you want. You're getting those drops. I think it was Thirty and So Gaming's in chat. I think he was the one that literally said, "Why not make it to where every so many strikes you just get a powerful instead of like, oh, you only get it on the after three and then you're done." It's no, you get it at an interval of every three, right? And then you apply that principle to raids. You get a powerful drop from the boss, and if any ingrams drop in there, I'm sorry, a pinnacle drop from the boss, if any ingrams drop while you're in there, they have a chance to backfill because you're in a pinnacle activity. Grandmaster Nightfalls could do that. Dungeons could do that. You, it's it's That's harmonious. The rules don't suddenly change because you're in the pinnacle grind. And ultimately, who cares? Leveling's not content. Everything we're talking about should be encased in like the first week for the hardcores, two weeks for the medium players, and then like basically after the first three weeks to a month, all the casuals are max level because they've just been playing. That's just how it should work. Leveling should just happen for everybody. Obviously, hardcores are done in a week. That's not a big deal. Leveling isn't content. It's just sort of a ritual you go through every season because there's aspirational content and there's new things to aspire to and it helps them enforce sunsetting. I have missed some subs here. Um, Life uh, 4 of 9, 5 months, 14 months from Tokyo Express and it's a tier 3. Thank you, Tokyo. Nighthawks with 8 months. Risey with 4 months. 9 months from I'm Jordy and a brand new sub from uh, New Age Skater. Thank you so much for all those subs and resubs. People would abuse that? Who gives a frick? Why does it matter? What's what's the big deal? Who cares if people abuse it and hit max level in the first week or two weeks? Why does it matter? It's nothing. It's not content. It's the absence of content. It's literally just, oh, you leveled. Cool. Well, you leveled a little bit faster than maybe we intended. Who gives a frick? Yeah, don't time gate leveling. Exactly. Don't time gate it and don't micromanage it. Just let people level. It's as, it's as freaking simple as that. It is literally that simple. That's how I would structure it. Uh, JakeC81. Do you think AFK farming will have a massive impact on trials as people are able to level accounts without doing anything? I think it's going to be too short of a window. Does, it's gonna be too short of a window to have a, a, a big a big effect what did Ochi say doesn't the milestone and pinnacle grind promote FOMO if you miss a week you're a week behind well but don't you see Ochi you could go and do some of the other things that we've talked about hey congratulations you hit max level now all your milestones have con- converted to daily item farms or you know weekly item farms so for that day or week you can go and try and get a particular item from a particular activity why it's just like when you play diablo or borderlands and you hit max level and it pops up and it's like now the real grind begins or you beat borderlands and it's like now the real game can begin that's what needs to happen in destiny 
streamline leveling, and when you hit max level, the whole game changes. Oh cool, you don't need milestones anymore, you're max level, and since we're doing slot leveling, you don't need to do all this weird, ritualistic grind milestones for infusion fodder crap. You can go into all these areas of the game and farm for gear. I was pointing that out because they wanted to limit FOMO. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. You're saying because they want to limit FOMO, they sh- that's another reason to get rid of it. I mean, I could see that. I could see that. I also think limitations on leveling have just proven to be futile. And they've just proven to be futile. The hardcore players level up in the first week anyway. Like, you can't slow us down. So, <laughs> just, Why? Why bother? Stop trying. Stop trying to slow down hardcore players. It it doesn't work. It's it just doesn't work. They're gonna me- they're gonna hit crazy level level you know pacing no matter what you do. By the way, if you're new here and you're enjoying uh, the conversation and it's kind of like a podcast show that you can lurk to and listen to, thank you so much for being here. Uh, the best way to support me is to click that follow button. Uh, so click the follow button and turn on notifications. You can also throw me a follow on Twitter. Thank you guys so much for being here. It's cool to see such crazy turnouts lately uh, for q and I appreciate all the support very, very much. Following is free. And thank you to everybody who's been uh, clicking that button. Andrew B. Wheeler, if Destiny went to slot leveling system like you pitched, do you feel that acquiring power level uh, would need to be elongated so that power isn't acquired too quickly? We kind of just touched on this, and no, I fundamentally disagree with you here. If leveling speeds up, I, I don't care. No one should care. It, it's No one should care. Leveling isn't content right as a more hardcore player how how long how long do you spend leveling a week maybe two why would you want to protect that in the name of in the name of what in the name of what like they've been minimizing the leveling window season to season and year to year it isn't content i'm okay with leveling existing it should just hardcores take a week, casuals, medium, medium players take two weeks, and casuals take three weeks to four weeks. Boom. That's a kickoff to the season every time. It just happens. It's not that big of a deal, and you don't have to stress about it. It's needed. A sense of progress and aspiration every season is needed. I was 1050 gear score on all three characters Saturday with not AFKing. Yeah, it's so fast. Faster than what? You see what I'm saying? Like, I think a week of leveling for hardcore players is totally fine. It's totally fine because we're and you got to keep in mind though, Eugene, leveling is really fast right now because umbrals are working in a way they're not supposed to, and we can backfill because we're destiny rich. Like it, that's proof that backfilling fixes a lot of these problems. If Bungie just let you backfill by playing, it would fix a lot of the leveling problems because we backfill by token slamming. If you could backfill, just be like, oh, cool, an Ingram dropped. Yeah, this is great. It's at my level, and that helps me backfill. Perfect. You know, like backfilling should just be happening in the game, and that's all the proof you need is that most of the people that are backfilling are basically done with leveling week one, and they backfill through token slamming instead of playing content. That's the real ticket. Like we are the proof that backfilling is a giant solution. 
if you could just backfill off of blues and purples, it, it, it would fix a lot of these complaints. Even even the absence of smart RNG would probably not be that frustrating because backfilling would, would smooth leveling so, so much. So much. Next question from War Will Win. With how RNG base it is to receive altered element and umbrals and other activities, which makes AFKing better, how do you feel that the other activities more rewarding this season? This is one of those things where we've, we, we have the solution from Destiny 1. I don't want to go back to Destiny 1. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we have the solution from Destiny 1. In Destiny 1, the longer you stayed in the strike playlist, the more rewarding it became. You could do something very, very similar with umbrals. You could have an umbral buff. As far as I know, I think they're going to stick around. I don't think they're limited to this season. So umbral drop rate should just get better the longer you stay in a playlist. Um, The more successful activity completions you get, the more bosses you kill, things like that. So AFK farming a forge looks incredibly dumb if it's like, dude, just grind strikes. By like your fifth or sixth strike, the drop rate's insane. Just grind crucible, the drop rate's nuts. Just grind the new activity, the drop rate's crazy after a couple completions. Wherever you go, it's incentivizing you just to engage with content, right? Now, oh, but, but wouldn't people just run Lake of Shadows all day? No, you gotta be in the playlist. You can't, as soon as you leave the playlist, you would lose the buff. Like, think about it. I'm arguing against myself here. Anytime certain strikes come up, well, especially the one, the Fnatic, I back out. I couldn't do that anymore. It would hurt my drop rate in this system that I'm outlining. In the system that I'm outlining, it would, it would, it would, it would actually hurt my my uh my leveling or i'm sorry my experience because i usually back out of that strike specifically i'm like i don't want to play this strike i hate it so so much it's just not fun and but then of course if the incentive is strong enough getting getting lono to stay in the getting lono to stay in that strike I think is proof that the system if that, that would be a better update because then you would get me to stay in a strike that I've admittedly like said that I hate and don't want to play and don't like. That's exactly the point is it would be a more natural engagement with the content instead of what most people do now is again path of least resistance is is basically destiny. We all find the path of least resistance and then that's basically what we engage with. We engage with a short, short circle, and then that's content, basically, for us. Uh, Kakita with a gift uh, 11 months, and then Lundy with 3 months, and Spy Who Swags gifted a sub uh, to Shadow. Thank you for doing that. Uh, next question. Can we have match-made unfailable content if issues like this happen? I agree we need more Forge-type content, but how do you prevent AFK farming? Well, I think some somebody brought this up this morning, and it, you know, it was obviously good to point out, like, hey, there might be a problem here with you always asking for, you know, match-made non-failable content. It might not work. It might not work because people can do this, 
And I pushed back and I said, well, now hang on a minute. There's a difference between match made non-failable and match made, you don't have to do anything. Th- those things are different. <laughs> like, sh- like Sundial and Vex Offensive, you could not AFK your way through those pieces of content and just skate your way to rewards. No, you had to compl- you had to kill stuff, right? You had to kill the boss. You had to do the thing. And so maybe that's the solution. Maybe Bungie always has to say, anytime something's going to be match-made, non-failable, there's got to be something you interact with at the end to get your rewards, or you don't get them. You got to go up and hit the button. Now, you got to give people time to do it. Give them, like, you know, a two- to three-minute window, so they're not like, oh, frick, I was in my menu. Because Sundial, you could definitely, like, not pay attention to miss out on your rewards. You know what I mean? Could you type your controller? I mean, the only thing you could say about Sundial is you could tie up your controller and then AFK it, but would you get rewards if other people are beating it for you? I don't think you got the rewards unless you went up to the little the little, uh, the little console. You had to go up to the little menu and, like, grab your rewards. If you don't shoot the boss, like, if they go to bosses dropping loot again, like I've been calling for, if you don't shoot the boss, you don't get the loot. You have to be in proximity of the fight. So again, it, it wouldn't like, oh man, I got a ton of sundial rewards. They're all at the, you know, they're all at the postmaster. Couldn't they just fix leveling and then AFK wouldn't wouldn't matter? Well, this question's asking something a little bit different. It's a good question. Basically, Insanity is saying, you know, Lono, you're always asking for match-made, non-failable content. Isn't that going to promote exactly what the problem is with forges? Basically you don't have to complete the content. You know, that's a problem, isn't it? I think it's a good point to make. I think it's a bit of, it's a slight misunderstanding of what I mean when I say match made non-failable. I don't mean match made non-failable, you can just stand in a corner and get loot. Like, Sundial and Vex Offensive required you to move around and shoot stuff. If you weren't shooting stuff, you didn't get the rewards, I don't think. Now, you might have gotten the rewards from the chests, but... This is on Bungie, too, to just add good uh, AFK detection. So that's not a common theme. It, it shouldn't be so easy to play a game and, and not do anything. The other thing about Forges and the reason it works is because it puts you right back in. And when you... Um, like, I don't think Vex Offensive and Sundial did that. I'm fairly certain those kicked you out on the other end. You can do nothing and profit in all of those. No, if you didn't interact with the, if you did not interact with the menu in Sundial, you did not profit. That's false. And in Vex Offensive, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think you get you do not get Ingram drops if you don't shoot the enemies. You've got to be in proximity. Like if I sit back and these guys kill all these ads, I won't come through here and see Ingrams and stuff on the ground. I have to be in proximity. And again, I think the main issue that I just highlighted a minute ago or a second ago is that Forges puts you right back in. And in in Sundial and Vex Offensive, it didn't put you right back in, so you'd have to requeue. You couldn't AFK those events, you would have been kicked out. Yeah, I feel like you could not AFK those events because it was they, they I thought they added AFK detection for those events. I don't know what the deal is with Forges and why they don't work the same way. 
He meant you could absolutely sit there and wait for everyone to do the work for you, then loot the chest. Sondial worked that way. Right, but not many people are doing that. We're trying to address a pretty significant problem, and that problem is you can literally do nothing and get umbrals and currency. You're not even playing the game. You're literally just you're literally just playing nothing. You're you're not actually you know actually playing the content. Um, so that's 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 the main. I think that's the main cause for people's frustration is the best way to level is to you know run. As I said, let's just stop talking about AFK forges for just a moment. Bungie has to continue to come up with ways to incentivize the behavior that they want as opposed to like trying to micromanage us you know you're going to try and strangle oh I should switch to that grenade launcher that might help you try and strangle the currency and all you end up doing is is making everybody like try to find shortcuts tactical gibbons um if AFK farming is a pushback from more casual players looking to reach aspirational content, is the real problem with light level? Yeah, I mean this is, we've essentially we've essentially said this ten times over today. Um, oh, we're getting lag again, man. Yeah, that Nova bomb. Yeah, it was unfortunate. That was, that was a big whiff. Um, that was a big whiff. Sorry to the guys playing with me. I think it resolved itself. Yeah, you get an umbral basically every time, and you get the currency like every third. Uh, you get the currency like every third. Uh, what am I sitting at? Like seven twenty-five? Yeah, I've gotten two currency drops, I think. Or uh, no, that was the first one. I was at six seventy-five. Um, uh, yeah, we've already touched on like the light. The, the leveling is the main issue. Do you think repetitive content is bad in a game like this game? Repetitive content is this game. Like, that's what Destiny is. That's what content loops are. That's what Destiny, Division, Borderlands, any game like this, that's what it is. Um, any game. It, it's repeating. You're going to repeat the content. Repeat, Repeating, repetitious content, repetitive, something being repetitive is literally an identity marker for Destiny. Morgan's baby daddy. AFK Forge Farming has been happening for years, uh, and uh, it's on Bungie for it happening, not the player base, yet everyone seems to be the opposite. Do you think miscommunication from the community affects Bungie's development of the game? No, I, th- this just feels, th- this feels like, uh, yeah, why, why does anybody care? Doesn't really feel like, a, like the, front, the front half of the question feels like you're kind of preaching at people. I would say that our, we're not miscommunicating anything. We've indicated loud and clear since Forsaken that we want the leveling to be overhauled. And I think it's just too it's too system-wide for a quick change. It's just too system-wide. There is no quick change. So that's why it hasn't really been changed yet. No scope, Bin Laden. Why do you think people care how others play the game? I'd like to understand how people think AFK negatively affects the player base. It's really, really bad for anybody trying to do forges. What if you're just trying to run forges for the same reason that I'm running nightmare hunts? You just like it. It's a good grind. You're trying to get the currency. You're trying to get the engrams to drop. And you're just trying to complete forges. And you can't because everybody's AFKing and just sitting there. It's not good for a game to have like <clears throat> a match made player base doing this. We had similar discussions during Anthem's heyday. <clears throat> We had similar discussions during Anthem's heyday. <coughs> Excuse me. 
during Anthem's heyday, there were people playing the game in a busted way. Oh, there we go. There we go. <clears throat> Excuse me. There were people playing the game in a busted way. And people were like, why does it matter? Why does it matter? It's a PvE game. And I'm like, okay, but you're going in... You're going in and making it impossible for people to get a team that's playing the content right. Right? <clears throat> Nobody can enjoy the content because they keep getting paired with with Johnny Exploit. And it's like, they just want to enjoy the content. You know, they're not, they're not trying to... They're, they're, not, they're not trying to... They're not trying to do all these cheeses and all these glitches and stuff. And I think in general, that's what's going on with this. Is it a widespread significant issue that, you know, people can't, people can't do the forges? I don't think it's this giant issue. I think people do overstate the severity of it, but I'm not going to act like it doesn't negatively affect the player pool and and the player base. You're promoting engaging with content in a really, really backwards and bad way. And people are like, well, everybody lowers their light level and, and doesn't, you know, and that way they don't get mashed with people. That's not true. There's plenty of people that are not doing that. There are plenty of people that are not taking the time to lower their power level and make sure they're in a fire team or anything else like that. Like, there's plenty of people that are just doing it. I mean, even this morning, one a Twitch staff was in here. Molu said that he was trying to get the Jotun, and it took him a long time just to get in a group that was actually trying to do it. So, uh, Rawls, Rawlstonator, how do you feel about people who only have like three hours a week to play doing the AFK farm? I've made it very clear. I don't get mad at players for taking the path of least resistance. I think it's the most natural thing you could possibly do in the game. And it's on Bungie to create more rewarding routes so that you're incentivized to play the game in a way that is more natural and healthy and not so bizarre. And I think that's the main takeaway from this is incentivizing incentivizing the the behavior you want from the community is essentially the solution. If you want people engaging with content and running it to its completion and not AFKing, then you need to make it... I'll give you an an example. Low card farming in Trials. What have I always said? You need to make it so painfully obvious that going up the card and going to the next game and, you know, games 4, 5, and 6 is automatically better than resetting. Like, make it a make it a no-brainer. Nobody's going to consider low-card farming and resetting. No one's going to consider doing that if you make it way more rewarding to do, the, like, the legitimate keep playing, keep going up the card, right? And I continue to think that that ultimately is the solution. The solution is to make it to where AFKing and all this other stuff is 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 like literally the worst way to play you make it undeniable it's like what are you what are you meaning why are you afking right why would you do that why would you why would you not just run this or why would you not just run that that's the solution the solution is making it to where the anomalous behavior is seen as folly and the true and like the true kind of content structure is really where people should be focusing their attention. 
that's how you that's how you get people to play the content in the appropriate way you have to de-incentivize the bad the the the, the silly way of playing and incentive and incentivize like the appropriate way of playing yeah it seems like if i get the currency i don't get the umbral it's like it's i get the umbral almost every time but on the off chance i don't get an umbral i get the currency instead blue light moon do you think a return to difficulty modes for new activities might help with seasonal leveling? We could play the easy mode and start to the season up to the hard mode. This is, man, this is exactly why, I'm telling you, this is exactly why I was, I raised such a stink that day with the dungeon and was like, contest modifier is the solution. If you wanted to do a day one dungeon to wet people's appetites, you could have done it. And then I started talking about difficulty spectrum is the key here. Hey, new content, come play it, level, cool, and in a couple weeks when people start hitting max level, we'll have new difficulties and harder things to do, and, you know, and then then you have something to aspire to while you're playing the new content. You see what I'm saying? You, you launched a dungeon and everyone's like, cool, I gotta level up to play that dungeon. How do I level up to play that dungeon? Go run Strikes, Gambit, and Crucible. What? I don't want to do that. I want to play the new stuff. The best way to level up, though, is to go run old content. I'm telling you, it. All you've got to do, all you've got to do, is streamline leveling, as we've said a hundred times today. And then the second thing you do is bring back difficulty spectrum, so that as this question posits, while I'm grinding and trying out the new stuff and leveling, I can enjoy the new stuff. Oh, this is pretty fun. I'm playing Sundial. This is cool. I've not. This is you know brand new encounters and new experiences and new loot. And then when you're done with all of that, you just you you can be ready for the hard mode. It's we've made similar arguments and statements about a hard mode in raid coming back. You grind normal to gear up for the hard mode. It creates a sense of power fantasy, a sense of progress, a sense of I am getting stronger instead of like what we do now. It's like, oh, I got to get up there. Cool. What's the fastest way to level? And that's what we do. Yeah, then you crank up the rewards. You crank up the difficulty. You crank up the rewards. People feel that they're getting a sense of, you know, chew a little, get a little, chew a lot, get a lot. What you put in is what you get out. We, 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 we have talked about this time and time again. That, that That is why difficulty spectrum and contest modifier have so many other purposes other than, than their current use. And, and, and there's so many other ways they could be utilized. Usal. Considering most activities require all players loaded into function, how would old gen load times affect next gen players? I don't think this is going to be that big of a deal. I play right now and I can tell when somebody doesn't have an SSD, you just kind of have to stand around and wait. Uh, Ceramic Sugar. With a majority reaching the 1050 level, will this issue just blow over naturally without the need to patch any bungee intervention? I'm just going to continue to say that leveling needs to be streamlined and fixed not in the, not for this issue in particular but because this issue is one symptom of a larger problem you know what i mean it's it's one symptom of a larger problem leveling is bad and this puts it on full display right <laughs> leveling is bad and this puts it on full display so if they fix leveling a whole host of things get fixed this is just one of them I think there's other reasons to mess to, to make leveling more streamlined. This just happens to be the front burner right now. Um, I got a lot of subs to thank. Holy moly. 
Um, Lundy with three months. Mr. Andrew with the brand new Prime sub. Enjoy the dope badge emotes and ad-free viewing. Nine nine did the same thing. Brand new sub. Nineteen months for more cowbell. OG DSB with four months. Two months from Donut Dan. Uh, Cajun G with 100 bits, 9 months from Splataw, Chromie with 10 months, 7 months from Astrovere, and Milo getting the gold badge for 2 years thank you Milo um, so uh, it, I don't think it's going to blow over I, I, it, now the Forge thing, I mean I, the, the, again, the Forge thing is just is just a horse of a different color, well maybe that's not the right term to use, it's just, it's just the flavor of the week you know, whatever the flavor of the week is, this this is the flavor right now. This is the thing that's causing people frustration right now. As you know, and it, it, again, is a symptom that leveling is bad. <laughs> like it's like this is this is this is not a uh, this is not a new problem. It's been around for a while, and there there's been continued calls from the community uh, to fix it. So. Man, the freaking weird lag that we're getting because of my bad AT&T. <laughs> like, Gaul was, like, frozen for a second mid-stomp. Just ridiculous. Yeah, see, that time, I didn't get anything. I got a wish bringer, and I didn't get any currency. So it is it is very, very generous, but it's not, it's not as, as concretely consistent as people were making it out to be. Uh, Mr. Selec- Selects. Instead of just making reward changes to the forges, what are your thoughts on making forges a public event uh, instead of AFKers to rally for a fall? This is, I, again, I don't want to overbake the cake. Oh, we're going to have room for another person, so I'm going to take us to the tribute hall. You can use the join command to join me uh, if you want to join for this nightmare hunt grind that we're doing. I don't want to overbake the cake and restructure stuff. I don't. I. This is... When we get down into like the do this, do that, change this, change that, tweak this event, tweak that event, make this different, make that different. Ah, we we don't need to do all that. There's other things that need to that need to take place. Think about it like this with the with the the trials discussion. You don't need to completely restructure trials to get people to stop low card farming. You need to get them off the back, the front, the the, the front half of the card, and get them on the back half of the card. Make it undeniable that this is a better way of playing. Like you do that. You know, and then you're good. More dungeon runs. Do the drops in the dungeon help you level, or is it just a good farm? Because I can't remember how that works. I think it's just a farm, right? But I can get new drops, can't I? I can get, like, the new armor and stuff. Or does it continue to help you level? Eight months from Mortar Eater, thank you. Oh, it's a good farm. Uh, kind of fishy gifted us up to casual knowledge. Cosman with 12 months, that's a red badge. Mooskies with 39 months and 38 months from Ruthless Blacks. Again, thank you. OG frame. Should there be no infusion, just equip unequip armor? We've already talked about slot leveling and getting rid of infusion. How do you think Bungie will make green blue rarity gear and weapons more relevant? I don't know. I'm anxious to see if they do that or just remove them. Luke Smith seemed to be open to either giving them relevancy or maybe getting rid of them. Yo, dude, my man Amaze. Amaze just gifted five subs to the community. Thank you for doing that, sir. Hilly Heat. Could the campaigns be reused for the leveling process? This doesn't seem like the right call because I don't want to go run old campaign missions to level. As an option, if you want, I'm not going to say no to that. If you want to farm armor, basically just farm the boss. I have the boss checkpoint. What can I possibly get from the other places, though? I can get, are there, what are the other guns I can get? Uh, Menacing Mommy says. 
Clearly, people have issues with AFK stuff going on. Some argue hoarding bounties for the new season isn't much different. Others argue it is. Where do you fall on the hoarding debate? I continue to say that if if uh, if you are going to hoard bounties, all right, I'm not angry with you, but I do think hoarding bounties highlights a problem in the game. So when the hoarding bounties thing was happening in day one, people were going into the dungeon with an advantage and I was irritated. I'm not mad at my friends. Like, I can't believe Clyde saved bounties. I don't care if Clyde saves bounties, right? I'm not going to get in a fight with my, my teddy bear about that. That, that, that's, that's, that's his prerogative. It's up to Bungie to either adjust it or make it really, really ineffective. Like what? (laughs) Make it really ineffective. Make it a non-issue. Right now, AFK farming is a little different because AFK farming can have a damaging effect to other players experience. So I can understand people getting a little bit more passionate about it. But again, I'm, I don't, I will say hoarding bounties is different because at least hoarding bounties, they had to play the game and save them. That That's a lot of hours of playtime to hoard bounties. I don't think hoarding bounties and AFKing are equal. That's a false equivalency if I've ever heard of one. There's a giant difference between a hardcore player saving bounties and somebody like booting up the game and going to bed and getting a bunch of levels for basically doing friggin' nothing. Like... like I don't think you can make that equivalency connection. I think that's just somebody trying to like, you know, pick a fight like, oh man, you know, these streamers, you know, these streamers are saying that, you know, this they, people shouldn't AFK, but the streamers, they, uh, they say bounty. They're not, they're not, they're not, they're not the same. They are not the same. <laughs> Uh, Primac. Since the hardcore players would have hyper leveled anyway, is the AFK farm necessarily bad? Th- this was like a similar question a little bit ago. It was like, oh, isn't this just going to blow over with time? You know, isn't this going to just fix itself with time? I think leveling by and large has lots of problems. This is one, this is the current flavor of the week that's highlighting uh, those problems. Are the forges the problem or could we be the structure of the seasonal event not rewarding enough currency? We've touched on that a little bit today. I think Bungie needs to consider, you know, how much are you straining currency earn rate and driving people to look for shortcuts? If if the natural if the natural and new lanes were more generous, wouldn't people just sort of fold into them, you know? Wouldn't people just sort of automatically, you know, fold into the new, the, you know, the new lanes, the new content, or at the very least, the, you know, if the reinvigoration was truly happening, then you would have people saying, oh, yeah, strikes are worth running because there's new stuff. And not only are strikes worth running, strikes are also a great grind for the umbrals as well. Instead of what people do now is they only focus on one piece. Like, new content needs, needs like needs help but old content does too or again like all content's equal at that point right all content's equal strikes crucible nightmare hunts forges they're all equal there's no difference between them so what are you gonna do you're gonna do what i'm doing you're going i'm going to the place where it's the I, i can kill the stuff and beat the stuff the fastest it's the fastest grind so because all because because again all content's equal now 
that's the biggest problem. There's a there's there's two things they have to do here. Naturally incentivize new like the new stuff, but you got to reinvigorate the old. This is why Vanguard and Crucible need some updates. They need new loot. Cuz if not, all content becomes equal and people will take the path of least resistance at that point. Because right now, yeah, you could be AFK forging or you could be running nightmare hunts. But if I'm grinding strikes and getting some new thing to drop or new chances at some new hotness, you're missing out on my multi-layered grind. Same thing for Crucible. You're missing out. Why are you doing that? Oh, I'm just doing this to get the currency. Oh, yeah, this is much better grind for the currency. Yeah, but if you grind strikes, dude, there's these new things dropping from the Vanguard. There's some really new guns there. (laughs) Like, like, you see? You're missing out. Make it clear they're missing out. That's what I would do. A separate workaround is people deleting characters to get around gameplay first and last season. How would you prevent this? This, again, is not something that needs to be micromanaged if the game is just naturally rewarding you for playing. Do you think power level advantaging will be removed this season in part because from Trials? I don't know. I'm going to give you a maybe. We'll have to wait and see what Bungie decides to do. You mentioned a linear or XP-based leveling system to remove RNG. Wouldn't this promote bounties again? No. No, because they're talking about going away from bounties having the most XP and going towards activities having more XP. Also, I don't think XP is the way to go either. I think gear-based leveling is fine. Just make everything in the game help you level. Uh, the super Jew most frustrating thing is that the new content is at 1050 such as the dungeon um, uh, do you feel that adding lower or mid-tier light activities this is this is in line with the question we had a little bit ago with difficulty spectrum helping the sense of leveling Right? Like, why am I leveling? Why am I doing all this stuff? Well, you're doing it because there's you're 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 gearing up. Like grinding a normal raid to gear up for a hard raid. Um uh, Okay. Next question. Eknor. Do you think the problem is with content design? Do we really need timers on casual activities that become a problem now? I don't want to get down into the minutiae of timers versus no timers, failable versus non-failable. I think we've kind of we've kind of exhausted this particular subject. Do you feel uh, that the pinnacle power system is too rewarding? No, not at all. It needs to be way more rewarding. Uh, with the Wither Horde released this season past, why are the PvP players complaining about a nerf already? Oh, it's broken. It's a broken gun. It's not that it's too powerful. It's freaking broken. <laughs> it's actually a broken gun. It's 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 literally deleting raid bosses. Not because it's strong. It's actually bugged. It's there. There's something that's not working properly with, with the weapon. <laughs> Um, dinosaur. What do you think about having power caps per week or some other interval throughout the season to incentivize slow growth? No, no. This is the exact opposite of what I've been preaching this morning. You're, you're creating another micromanaging approach that I don't think works. All you're going to do is make people delete characters or find other workarounds. Capping my per week hour, my per week power gains or my per week uh, currency gains, it doesn't work. People will find workarounds. People will find the, they will find the, you know, the shortcuts. They're not going to put up with that. They simply aren't just I micromanaging is not the way, you know, you can restrict player behavior or incentivize it. I am on team incentivize every time. 
I don't know if it was bugged. I was able to replay for replay Forsaken uh, and get all the drops at level. Should we be able to replay past campaigns? I left this in because it is a repeat. Somebody already asked about this a little bit earlier, but I left it in because it might be helpful information. I don't know if anybody's tested this. Is this if, if is this an effective way to level? I'm not sure. Uh, is it proof that people AFK like this that there should be some sort of casual system in place that slowly acquires power? I think the artifact was their attempt at this. The artifact was literally their attempt to say, hey, you're going to level no matter what. You can level no matter what, right? You just play and level. XP, play your way, blah, blah, blah. But I think they just, they really, really overswung. They overswung. Yeah, easy clap. Yeah, stunning him with swords was really, really nice. Um... I just feel that they completely overswung here. Um, you know, it, it, oh, I'm sorry. They didn't overswing. They miss, they missed the mark. They missed the ball. Sorry. Wrong, wrong metaphor. Um, it just, they missed it. It's like, yeah, the artifact's helpful, but the artifact also caused its own problems with limitless leveling and bounties versus activities. And, you know, it, they they need to, they need to take a look at that again. It needs to be more more of a spectrum or whatever. <clears throat> Excuse me, JD Gamer, Lona. Would a menagerie type of way to get powerfuls help with the powerful grind? Because you could, for example, you could do three gambit matches for the powerful and get to pick what you want. That's why somebody asked me earlier, like, what's the biggest thing that I would adjust? And I'm going to say the same thing every time. Intentionality. Give me the intention. Give me the agency. That really is. That is the key. Killa BZ. How much does outrage or cancel culture play into this newfound AFK controversy? I mean, listen, I definitely think that Reddit and Twitter and everything else were... We're dealing in the realm of people think that they're they are a judge and a jury at the same time and even maybe even executioner. I people on Reddit and Twitter and forums, they think that they're the arbiter of of what other people should and shouldn't do. And I do think, you know, cancel culture is playing a role here. Uh, this idea that if somebody does something or says something that you don't like, that you you you're allowed to judge them for that and dismiss them or label them or call them a name or whatever um it's all from it's all cut from a very same you know same same uh piece of cloth right now especially if you want to like psychoanalyze society society feels very powerless because of global events as well as events unique to america and i think when people feel powerless I think they're more likely to be irritable, overreact, and try and assert power over a situation. Um, that's usually the you know the 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 garden variety anger, rage-filled response to situations is you are attempting to exert control over the situation so you get really really angry this is why anger can be good like if you're angry about the things going on in the world that can be a cause for good and help bring about uh improved legislation or justice or whatever it is you're you're fighting for so anger can be good anger can also be really really terrible um i usually draw a parallel between like the internet and social causes and twitter and the mob 
it's like water you know water is life-giving you drink it 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 provides sustenance it allows plants to grow water can also literally destroy a town it can destroy your home you know water direct you know directed in the wrong way can be incredibly destructive that's basically what social media is like it's like water it can be life-giving it can be helpful it can be it can draw your attention to good things but it can also be a literal hurricane that floods and destroys a town and in the situation we're in now i think people see something they don't like and that's just kind of their gut reaction judge it attack it you know malign it and unfortunately we're that's that's very dehumanizing to do to people on reddit or to streamers um it you know and it's just it's just kind of the world we live in and the only the only way you're gonna fix these types of situations usually is that's why i'm just like can we just have conversations about like what's the bigger what's the bigger issue here what's the bigger problem i try to always zoom out on these issues um because it's easy to get zoomed in and you lose the forest you lose the forest for the trees and i think that's one of the leading causes for like people kind of passing each other in the night and not really meeting on the battlefield of hey let's work together for good causes um i think you're seeing you are you are literally seeing that within the realm of some of like even the the social justice issues going on right now people presume and label and it's like man we're all on the same team here <laughs> like we are all on the same team and but i really really do think the lack of power that we feel right now especially is is just gas on the fire uh and the best thing you can do is try to be try to be a force for good um don't be don't be the water that destroys a town and is destructive don't join in that the hurricane floodwaters of judgment and hyperbolic hate and and cruelty be the life-giving force in the world be the good water don't be the destructive water would be i guess my call to people even in conversations about video games what is to be gained by labeling and insulting um you know what what is to be gained there so I don't you're you're not you're not promoting good or or healing or even again even in video games uh you're not you're not actually helping so uh yeah yeah I'm not gonna turn Q&A into that you guys know how I feel and uh I've I've continued to speak out and continue to use my platform for what I think are causes for good and I'm not done. Uh, we're, 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 we're again, we're going to do a podcast to prove that a lot of these issues are not over and done with because you, we, you know, you retweeted a hashtag. Um, bless you for that, but there's a lot more that needs to be done. So we're not, uh, those of us committed to the cause aren't going to quit anytime soon. So join in, you know, it's a, it's a good team to be on. <laughs> it's a really good team to be on. Uh, but, and the same thing happens, the same thing happens in video game discussions. People choose a side, they insult, they judge, they're cruel about it. And it doesn't cause anything. It doesn't, it doesn't make the game better. It doesn't make your experience better. It just draws arbitrary lines in the sand and makes enemies out of your, uh, what could be your allies. So when is the podcast? It'll probably be, uh, in a week or so. I still have to organize it and get at least a couple more solid yeses. And then I'm going to put everybody I've reached out to in a DM and I'm going to let them organize it and run it. Cause it's not about me. Um, so 
that's that is still on the horizon and in the, in it's being it's being uh, cooked up as we speak. Uh, Matt Watley, do you think that leveling should just be removed going forward? It's becoming more trivialized. I'm gonna touch on that in my video. Uh, I'm gonna touch on that in my video. You can't just remove leveling. I don't think that's the answer because I do think leveling is part and parcel. It's an identity marker for games like this. So it needs to be in the game. Uh, it, it creates a sense of progress and aspiration and you can't just completely gut it. But as I said this morning, many, many times before we got into Q&A, leveling is not bad. The idea of leveling for a season or an expansion, leveling's not bad. We have bad leveling. There's a huge difference between those two uh, distinctions. Leveling isn't bad. It can be good. It can give you a great sense of progress and achievement and give you something to set your sights on. And it, it can it, it's, a, it's an identity marker for games like this. Leveling's not bad. We have bad leveling. <laughs> That's ultimately what it comes down to. It looks like my internet's acting up again. We're not able to get into a match right now. Over the weekend, hang on, e-money with three months, two months from Medio Mediocrity, and then three months from Inquisitor. Thank you. Yeah, I just got completely knocked all the way back to orbit. Oh, and I got, yeah, I'm, my internet's so bad, I my error codes have error codes. Uh, so, <laughs> over the weekend, details emerged about the poor new player experience. How do you think Bungie could streamline new player experience to allow them to enjoy new content? I don't have a strong argument here, other than that it needs to happen, but I don't have like a thought out answer. I would think with the removal of, of planets and some of the things they're looking at changing, I would think that you're going to see changes probably happening in September to streamline all of that. Simplify it, make it quicker, get people in the game, get people starting. That, listen, the new player, new light experience will probably go through a change every 12 months. It'll probably go through a change every 12 months because... If if you're if you're suddenly having people needing to jump in and level and get into new content, you're gonna have to reevaluate what that experience looks like every 12 months because a bunch has happened in the game and a bunch of people like a bunch of power levels have you know advanced too. Mike Destruction Games. The AFK farm seems to be another casual versus hardcore player issue. I don't, I don't agree with that. Bungie painstakingly trying to find balance for both player groups. Do you think this is feasible for Bungie to do? Listen, I actually think Bungie has made good strides in making leveling better, but it's still bad, so this is what people do. Casuals and hardcores alike are flooding the forges. I don't think this is necessarily a casual versus hardcore debate. Lanigan. Skip if this has been asked. Could leveling be the result of the lifespan of Destiny? It's been part of the game since D1. Day 1, the community is just over the mechanic by this point. I think that's part of it, but again, I don't think, as I said moments ago, I don't think leveling is bad. We have bad leveling. If leveling was more streamlined, you would just be like, yep, it's a new season. I spend the first week just kind of leveling up, and then I'm done, and then I'm ready for all of the new stuff, the new activities, the new difficulty spectrums. And then that just tapers down really, really well for the rest of the player base. I think it's totally fine if done properly it's like the token system in trials if they get it right it's good but they keep getting it bad they keep jacking it up people are like see, yeah, see tokens are bad no the token system has the potential to be really good and more player empowering but they're doing a bad job with the tokens you know it's not that leveling or the token systems are bad it's that they're being poorly executed upon 
Another example, weapon perks. It's not bad having random rolls and perks on weapons, is it? No, but we've reached a point where the perk system and the level uh, and, and the perk diversity and dynamics between weapons are so homogenized that like, it's a bad grind. You're like, I don't care. The weapons aren't any, they're not distinct from each other. It's not that perks or random rolls are bad. It's that the execution of the system has kind of run its course. And we are seeing that with leveling and infusion. Rain the dark. I have been running one of the two new swords, and while I'm not personally asking for this, do you see a potential nerf? Do you think swords are in their lane? No, yeah, swords are fine. Without the uh, passive guard, without passive guard, swords are still risky, and you'll take a lot of damage in the right places. In tough endgame content where there's a delta or there's negative modifiers, you're not going to see swords running ripshod over content. It just isn't going to happen. So, palms. Do you think that overall power should be more based on your build than general light level? Um, it's a bit of both. It's a bit of both. I don't think that these things are, are juxtaposed. Vexler. If leveling is leveling enough of an incentive to bring new players, uh, oh, I'm sorry, bring players new and old into old raids, keeping, uh, I'm sorry, that they are keeping in the game into September. Revision of my raid question, which was deleted with, uh, with, uh, with I, I respect TY for the content. Okay, so you're saying, um, yeah, I'm still getting, I'm still getting errors and stuff. So I'll just, I'm just gonna stay, I'm just gonna stay out of the game right now. Uh, it, it won't even let me change character. Oh my gosh, it won't even let me change characters. Um, <laughs> what? What? Okay. All right, video game. Settle down. <laughs> Settle down. All my characters are gone. All right. Um, is leveling enough an incentive to bring them into old raids? No, I, I just really don't think so. No, I don't. I really, really don't think that that is, that's a good enough reason. Again, I, I've said it many, many times before. Leveling should just happen. Uh, Baramki. With Gambit being a focus next season, uh, next expansion, in a way, and then adding Gambit-like mode for this season, what do you think of the next expansion having Gambit? I don't want to see Gambit being the centerpiece of anything, because in my mind, Gambit is like Trials. It's a mode that needs like an annual update, maybe one or two new maps, but you just let the mode hum. The mode should just hum. You don't need to completely reinvent Trials every 12 months. You don't need to completely reinvent, you know, reinvent Gambit. You don't need to do any of that. It's a game mode. Let it run. If people like it, cool. Here's more Gambit. Here's an updated loot pool. Take it down to one, take it down to one mode. Take it down to one mode. Update the loot pool. Maybe one new, one or two new maps a year and that's it. We don't need to make Gambit the centerpiece of anything. That's it. That would be an awful idea. It's not good enough to be the centerpiece of any kind of content. You can treat it like a mode, keep feeding the people that like it new stuff on an annual basis, and I think that's good enough. If you ask for more than that, I'm going to actually, you know, point you, as I said before, I'm going to point you to the Strike playlist and Zavala and the Crucible playlist and Shax and be like, okay, they got here first and they've not gotten any significant updates. So get the freaking line, Gambit. Like, you can't ask for all these substantive updates and changes to Gambit when the core grind and loot like loot cycle has been ignored like strikes nothing D- dailies nothing crucible nothing and then what gambits b- d- 
like owed its due no get in line the core elements of this game have been starved of updates for like two years get in line gambit (laughs) you're not good enough to take center stage anyway all right you're not popular enough to take center stage you can be the side piece act we can update you once a year here's some new loot like i said one or two new maps but gambit is not good enough to take center stage of any type of content it just isn't it's not popular enough admit that admit that like you can be a fan of gambit while also saying yeah it it definitely doesn't garner enough attention to take center stage it just doesn't it would be like making a raid center stage of content yeah here's the new season uh and the main driver and the main centerpiece of the content is a raid what 10 percent of the people engage with it yeah gambit's in a similar camp bucko and it's match made by the way it's match made and it gets similar engagement that raids do no it can't take center stage it's just not good enough it's not a main act it's not a headline act opeth soccer mom has bungie done a good job thus far with the path of least resistance or do you feel it's typically overlooked they overlooked a big one here i mean this is not I, I don't like things always turning into like Lono patting himself on the back but I predicted low card farming and I predicted this like I know people get tired of that but like I really think Bungie just needs to start running these systems by us in advance if they would have run listen if they would have run the trials card system by us like three weeks before three three months before it, it landed they could have fixed low card farming we would all have been like it really sounds like people are going to low card farm Bungie and that's probably not a good idea if they would have run this by me I mean they did they ran it by us in a twab and I said that I said I don't know dude this might turn into another path of least resistance bounty farm in a lost sector people are going to find the smallest circle they can run to increase their drops and Bungie didn't have the presence of mind to be like do you guys think people are going to AFK the forges <laughs> like you didn't think to look at forges and say that maybe they shouldn't drop both the currency and the ingrams like come on man come on how does this how did this one slip by I wonder if they did that though many PvP PvPers went and saw trials before it went live there was whole summits before forsaken and infusion catastrophe they tried listening but either they got they they did not get the right people or they're not applying what they were told yeah I mean infusion painful infusion and slow leveling went from being something that people went to the summit were like championing like that was something we really argued for now they're all arguing for slot leveling and infusion to be removed I'm like well okay what happened you know, I'm glad to have people changing to the right team <laughs> because for two years we, we've been having a, you know, a debate about that within the community. But in this, in this scenario here, how did nobody that went to Bungie told them that people were going to low card farm? Come on. There's literally no way that that blows my mind. Nobody came out. And then it takes you guys a season to update it, which I guess that's understandable. The system's wound up and going and you're working on year four. So like these seasons don't get a ton of bandwidth, so they can't like automatically fix it right away. But Gemini freaking Christmas, I will sign an NDA. You can have a Skype call with me once a freaking month and I'll t- I would have been able to tell you, okay, so what's going to prevent people from finding the literal fastest route to rewards and only running that for Umbral Ingrams? And they'd been like, oh, wow, that's a really good point. We better check on, uh, we better, <laughs> we better check on the, 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 the forges because that's like the, literally the fastest, the forges and nightmare hunts are like the fastest content loop in PVE. 
or because they never think to do it themselves they don't think about it I don't know I think when they're there they're excited and issues like that may not crop up I I don't know what to tell you I don't know what to tell you I don't think I am in some unique class of genius there's got to be people that go to these events and say something in this scenario with umbrals they didn't do anything because of COVID. So they didn't do anything before this season. So it's possible this would have gotten caught. Somebody had been like, uh, I would, I'm going to run to Forges. Wouldn't that be the best way to get these things to drop? And Bungie would have caught it. So it's also possible in the unique scenario that we're in right now, it slipped through the cracks. I'm telling you right now, why not have, like, they did this for the division. Why not have a group of people signed on NDAs that have like monthly calls and you just run systems and ideas past us and we would just provide you feedback. I don't even need to know the direct details. You can call it a redacted ingram and you can tell me the the basics of how it would function and I would have immediately said what I said in my video. I'm really worried people are going to take the path of least resistance as will be like bounty farming in lost sectors. Like, I don't understand why we, and then they'd be like, oh, we better examine that. We better examine all the sources where it can drop. What's a potential problem? Nightmare hunts and, and AFK forges are going to become a problem because they're going to be such a small, small circle. And that's a problem. So, you know, again, I, I'm not asking for special treatment for me. Anybody can do this. Any Redditor, former veteran Twitter, YouTube watcher, YouTuber, streamer, any anybody in this community who's been around for a while could literally give that kind of feedback. Wasn't it Gathalian and Datto possibly that were championing the infusion system? There were many tweets made about how that was something that they were proud of. That they went and they championed painful infusion and slow leveling. And Datto ultimately changed his position sometime last year when more and more people were like, we hate this. It's awful. Like, pre-Shadow Keep, Datto finally was like, you know, he's, he's a reasonable guy. He listened to the community and he was like, I don't think this is working right. Right? Basically, over the last year, that influence has been removed from the game. Leveling's not as painful. Infusion's not as costly. That's been minimized. Now everybody is on team slot leveling, get rid of infusion, make leveling faster. Like, everybody's on that team now. And I'm like, great. Thank you for joining the drum circle that I've been banging on for two years. Now maybe Bungie can, like... Now maybe Bungie can change this 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 fundamental problem in the game it's a fundamental problem it's been a problem since forsaken and i got i got chastised for my position on this so i i i got chastised i got mocked i got it was all kind of comments made about me in subtweets and i dug i dug in and stayed faithful to the idea i was like absolutely not this has far-reaching implications and is bad for the game it's bad for the common player i i ripped up right I ripped up that perspective up one side down the other for the last two years so I am happy to see people in support of slot leveling and getting rid of infusion and streamlining leveling I am happy I am thrilled about that because it's just such a barrier to so many people playing the game and enjoying themselves this isn't new by the way we went through this post forsaken it's why they added surge bounties we're going through it again now 
we haven't fully climbed out of the pit. It's way better than it used to be, by the way. The year of Forsaken and Black Armory and Drifter and all that, that was rough. People were just abandoning the game left and right. Now at least there's some padding. You get artifact level to give you some bonus level. You can, you know, you can get um, your drops are a lot more, you know, favorable to you because they raised the 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 soft cap. They raised it, right? So more and more now, I think you're going to see that 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 influence leave the game. It's going to be gone. Now keep in mind, keep in mind. <laughs> We're seeing that, but we're also seeing people championing things like bringing back leveling weapons. And it's like, okay, hold the phone. <laughs> hold the phone. You can't get rid of one bad, arbitrary, stupid grind that, that nobody wants to do anymore and sneak in another bad one. Like, we can't we can't go back to that either. Like, don't sneak that in. Like, oh, you had to concede that infusion and leveling is terrible and painful. You had to concede that you were wrong about that, but now we're going to slip in painful, like, w- like weapon leveling. No, no. No, 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 uh-uh, <laughs> like, uh-uh, no, get that out of here, Le- leveling weapons would, would be a, a repeat of the situation that we're in right now, people would feel like a lack of intentionality and agency had been taken from them, they'd get angry, and guess what they would do, they would find shortcuts to farm for the currency needed to leveling their weapon, it would be awful, it would be, it would be awful. So, weapon leveling cannot come back to the game. There can be a version of weapon investment, but traditional D1 weapon leveling would be horrible for this game. It would be awful. It would be literally a horse of a different color. You're going to get rid of you're going to get rid of infusion and slow leveling and then you're going to sneak this in? Absolutely not. So, uh Robert Robert uh Robert Tail <clears throat> they stealth patched the forge oh has it already happened I wonder if that's why I've been having all these error codes I thought it was my internet but maybe they've been doing stuff in the background that's been affecting me more than everybody else I'm not even sure um, gunsmith's dropping at level okay I don't think they've snuck in the, uh, an update I don't think so oh no more re-instancing oh so it doesn't automatically put you back in another one I just got two from the forge. It sounds like he's saying it's not automatically re-instancing you. Maybe you've just pulled an error code, so you might be the only person that it happened to. So. You're good. I feel like a thousand times better. Um, What are your thoughts on the majority of pinnacle drops behind activities that don't provide matchmaking in regards to the solo players uh, that don't have a way or desire to do them when it comes to leveling? This is this is uh, this is attached to everything we've been talking about. Uh, This is attached to everything we've been talking about. The idea that leveling should be automatic, that it you you shouldn't have to overbake this cake and think about it like this. Um, these are all, these are all things that are attached to it. This is another, I don't want to go down this road because like this is attached to the bigger issue. You solve the bigger issue and what you're talking about wouldn't be an issue. Yeah. People are saying it's still working. Ranthop. Uh, what would you say having a passive loot source for seasonal currency, the amount would build up over the week and players could pick it up before reset. I think I've already kind of touched on this when I said that like giving people the reason to stay in activities would be the right, would be a good call. Um, so I would much rather get behind that 
than than like a oh make sure and pick up your free stuff at the end like no i would just say fold fold generous drops and ge- you know generous treatment into the game across the board and then a lot of these problems you know solve themselves um i don't think you need to this is where we're we, this is where we can over i call it over baking the cake it's almost like we can analyze every jot and tittle of the ingredients going in. We, we just need a lot of the ingredients to be changed. You know what I'm saying? The fundamentals need to be adjusted. Um, would you advocate for the removal of tokens with an update to leveling as the main use of tokens currently is to backfill? I wouldn't advocate removing tokens because most people that, that save them up and use them, that's like their only purpose for them. So at least I get some use out of my tokens. Again, if you incentivize the right kind of routes and behavior for leveling, then you, I think that you get, you get into the right space. It's all about incentivizing the right behavior and not punishing, not punishing behavior, but incentivizing, you know, the right, don't remove stuff like, yep, can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. That's the exact problem that we have right now. You basically have people that are feeling like, oh, I'm too restricted and I'm too micromanaged. So I'm going to have to do blah, blah, blah to get, you know, progress with the removal of the four planets. Don't you worry that strike fatigue will occur due to lack of variety of strikes. According to my calculations, we're losing eight strikes. I actually advocated for seasonal strike rotation playlist. A seasonal strike rotation playlist is what I have advocated for because, because you basically would set it up to where you can, you can, you can get a certain number of strikes and you grind them that entire season right and that that you know by the end of the season you're you're kind of bored with those strikes well then they rotate some more in it's it, it's it would be a way to keep things fresh the other thing i talked about is remember when you could run warden of nothing um a component required for improved armor focusing guardians who have unlocked this ability can use trace overrides to choose the primary stat of armor received from Ungle, um, umbral engrams wait so this costs five and then what 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 do i do with it oh is it needed down here oh it's needed down here okay so that's for that i can't do that yet okay um I, I think that would be the right way to do it. You keep the strike playlist small and fresh, and that would allow them to say, "Hey, this season we have made uh, we've made changes to the strike playlist. There's going to be these things going on, these modifiers, these adjustments." And then, while while we're playing like the winter season, they could be working on updates for the you know we're in the winter season they could be working on whatever the strike playlist is going to look like in the spring so the spring rolls around and we're like okay it's five new strikes and all these new modifiers and different things going on in the strikes to make them feel fresh and to make them feel fun and new and then that creates that sense of newness and then by the time you're done with that season you're kind of ready for those strikes to be rotated out again this does require them to actually like update the strike playlist with, you know, a new reason to go in there. You know, we were, we've talked about that today. You know, you, you, we've talked about that today where what's the reason why, why would I even grind strikes right now? There's not a reinvigorated reason. All content is equal right now. And that's why, could you give me another boot, please? Gee, many Christmas. Um, that's why I would continue to say, 
rotating stuff or like when we did Warmind and Warmind was dropping like extra exotics and everybody went and grinded Warmind. Uh, well, I'm sorry, Warden of Nothing. Sorry, Warden of Nothing. Um, we went and we did that. They could do a rotation like that. Like week to week, one activity is maybe more generous or more giving of a currency or more giving of something than another. And that could be really enjoyable. Like this idea that oh, wow, you know, this is so, this is so much better than this, last week it was this, and this week it's that. Like, you're rotating into certain activities instead of just feeling like, oh, well, the only real reason to grind this stuff is because, you know, it's the best way to get the umbrals. You know? Because it's like, well, no, I'm grinding this this week because this is the activity that's the best for umbrals and currency. And then next week it's something else. And then next week it's something else. Like, that would be my my call to them. A weekly rotation of relevancy. Uh, kind of like they did in Age of Triumph with the raids. Super Sandu. Would having a real-time upgradable planetary resource collectors be a good for a resource economy? I, that's not really something I want to talk about right now. Would you have seen an uptick in AFK farming if the altered element currency was more reliable to earn and available in all events? This is well in line with something we've said a bunch today. Just create more natural, generous currency routes so people don't feel the need to do this. Based on this season's dungeon reprisals of old weapons, do you think that we may see Recluse, Not Forgotten, and other pinnacles maybe in time return to their unnerved forms before being exotic I yeah, this is a generic not a generic hyper specific yes or no I don't know if they're going to do this I don't have any reason to think they would Rydnaldo how do you feel about the D1 exotic sores making a comeback in D2 and should they take more D1 exotics and give them the same treatment as returning them as legendaries just less effective people thought I was crazy when I said this but I said I would rather them get, do away with exotics I would rather them do away with exotics because if you create like a really, really dope exotic or like a really, really dope legendary like those swords or like a primary that can do cool things that exotics can do, but tone it down a little bit, then I get to use those cool things. What ends up happening right now is you look at the exotic weapons and you're like, okay, I've got 1K, Anarchy, Xeno, Divinity, like all these ones that have just insane raw power. And then it's like, uh, or I could run the Huckleberry. Like, you're not going to pick Huckleberry or Graviton Lance. Now, you might for fun, okay? And I do think that's something that's going on in Destiny in general, is Bungie adds exotics that are more about fun, they're more about just being cool, and then that's just kind of what you know, where they end up landing. So, if... in In a large sense, I just don't think exotics are r- doing what they used to to do you know it, it, it just turns into which exotic gives me the most damage and then that's what you run it's so hard to justify using like 90% of the exotics anytime you're going to go into actual challenging content it's really really hard to justify and I think that's something that, that, that if they would just do less if they would do less I think that that would, that would help They're just, they don't seem needed and then the Wither Horde's really fun, but is anybody going to run it once it gets nerfed? I mean, not nerfed, but like, it's 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 stupidly bugged right now. Is it, is it going to retain how strong it is whenever they change whatever it's doing? <laughs> I hope so. I love it. I think it's cool. Remember when I said that they needed to do a grenade launcher that did like a pool of void damage or something inspired by the wave frame? I, was, I saw this, I was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what they need to do. Keep doing cool grenade launchers. You know what I mean? 
it's DPS is amazing without the glitch. Yeah, well, then I think that again, apply the rule. What's the rule being applied to the Wither Horde then? I've always said exotics that aren't heavy should leave their lane. Divinity does it. Wither Horde does it. Outbreak Perfected kind of does it. It needs to be able to leave its lane. It's high noon. Do you know why Bungie's level philosophy is the way that it is? They've not said. I think it's going to get changed because you have new vision for the game. And year four, Luke Smith's probably going to restructure it or has already called for its restructuring. Do you think Bungie concentrated on creating multiple metas during a season and spreading those out across different play would help? Um, I don't want to talk about that right now. That's way off subject. How could Bungie remove vendor tokens and change the vendor leveling system? I think you should make vendors look like an obelisk. And as you play throughout the season, you level up the vendor and you get benefits the same way we did like we did on the obelisk, making it more beneficial to grind their activities, just like the sundial got better. What did Bungie do in D1 that made leveling seem worthwhile? How could Bungie implement that system in the D2? Leveling in D1 was never good, by the way. Leveling in D1 was first it was Forever 29, then it was Infusion, and you got like a percentage. Then they went to -to one-to-one Infusion, and getting to max level was like not a badge of honor anymore, and everybody got really mad when they pushed out the April update, and they allowed you to do one-to-one Infusion. And leveling was never good in D1 either. It, there was never been like a good good role, you know, season of leveling. <laughs> Largo. Do you think AFK Farmer is being driven by the need for power for the dungeon? That's one aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if so, should they have released it later in the season? That's kind of another subject. I don't want to beat that dead horse anymore. I've ranted enough about the dungeon. I'm enjoying the new content, uh, 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 the new contact event, but with no altered element drop, I've been staying away from it. Do you think altered elements were guaranteed? Would that help gravitate towards it? Either that or make it like the obelisk. Like once you're fully leveled, it's just like dropping like crazy from the relevant content. You know, uh, penniless army. I feel that we should also have more incentive to help other players. Too many LFG posts are like max light and have clears. Thoughts on adding triumphs and cosmetics for continuously helping others. This is not a front burner issue for me. It's also really easy to cheese. Um, I don't know. It. I, I'm not going to die on this hill. More stuff like that could be nice, but I don't think that's going to change the entire culture of LFG. LFG is basically about efficiency. You know, Dave gets home at 8 o'clock and kicks his boots off, props his feet, and wants to run a raid and not have it take all night. He's got to wake up the next morning to go to his kid's baseball game. Okay, so Dave isn't going to fart around with you in a raid. Mr. Clueless dies a lot. No offense, okay? No offense. It's not Dave's responsibility to help you, okay? It's not. He's got a couple hours, and he wants efficiency. He's got a life to live, and you are a barrier when you are a sucky raider. No offense. Sucky raiders, I built my channel with sucky raiders in D1. People that just couldn't get it done. People that just could not, you know what I mean? Could not, could not get it done. And I love those people, but you can't go to LFG and be like, come on, man, I need help. Somebody's got to help me make your own team and figure it out watch videos know what to do right so I get where you're coming from I don't mind incentivizing that because then people could be like hey I'm going for the triumph the question would be how many are you going to require like how many newbies no offense newbies literally people that haven't done it yet how many newbies do I have to take through a raid before I get your little emblem it might get absurd if it's only one or two how long is that going to last so um 
You know, what jump do you even have on? That's right. Silverback with 200 bits. Two months from Escapist. Thank you. 12 months from Dats Mo. That's a red badge. 12 months for Weak Crafty. That's a red badge. 35 months, almost three years for Dad of Dads. And 33 months for Mook Me. Thank you. <clears throat> um, so, the, I get it. I, I understand that your, your heart and your desire to promote, you know, more and more people uh, helping and leaning in. Um... I, I appreciate that, but LFG is never going to turn into um, a, like a charity drive for for raiders. It's always going to be very much dominated by people who are wanting to go through quickly because they have limited time. Uh, Finise with the brand new sub. Enjoy the dope badge, emotes, and ad-free viewing. Ewalt. What's your opinion if legendary weapons should have transmog and exotic weapons should have shaders? I want shaders for we- exotic weapons. Transmog for weapons, I'm against because the weapon... it. Listen, your appearance of your armor, you, we just have to say and admit that's not the same as the appearance of a gun. Guns are so... Ah, but I want to give you customization because Lightly brought up a good point recently about being able to at least change like the sights. Not the stats. I don't want crafting. There's a difference between crafting and customization. I could get behind more customization for weapons so that it feels more like it's your weapon. As long as customization doesn't affect stats and efficiency, I'd be happy to give you some some customization. I would worry that transmog would sort of grate against the identity of the game and guns having identity and a, and a look and a feel according to where they came from. You know, Loud Lullaby needs to look a whole lot more different than, you know, the Waking Vigil. I think there's something good about that. I don't want to dilute that, but I could see giving you maybe a little bit more customization options. Um, uh, Othello Prime do you think the game engine is the bottleneck with Bungie providing the content you are calling for no I don't think so they've literally created the content I'm calling for I've, I've called for better leveling and, and good loot grinds and we've gotten those <laughs> I wouldn't be playing if we didn't form a logic you discuss running aspirational content consistently for a better level grind. Do you have any idea how you would overcome the boss checkpoint grind? Um, again, I don't. I, I don't want to beat this. I, th- th- we've, we went round and round on how to make the level points better. Um, it, I, I, I think they could just be more generic with it. I don't want to get super specific in the discussion anymore. When you say streamline leveling, what exactly do you mean? I'm not going to go back down that. We've talked about it. This we've talked about it all day. For two hours. I'm not going to rehash Q&A for you. You'll have to go back and listen. Um, Troll Annie. What do you think of putting more powerfuls in the seasonal content via triumphs? X events completed equals tier 1. Powerful X champions killed tier 1. So you're saying powerfuls in the seasonal content via triumphs. But triumphs are one and done, Annie. I think rhythmic is better. Complete three strikes, powerful. Complete three strikes, powerful. Complete three strikes, powerful. Just let me keep doing it. You could do the same thing with the seasonal content. Every other heroic, every two heroics, drop a powerful. You know what I'm saying? Like motivate people to grind the content. Now, I don't heroic and in in public space non-match made content might be frustrating cuz people are like, "Man, that's a really great grind if you have a team that can consistently run heroic." You know? J. Jason, ignoring the power increase about the AFK farming, what do you think about the quality of drops and people getting more opportunities or just getting better drops? ETC, getting armor with rolls that they're looking for. Well, that's the whole point of the Umbral Ingram is to give you that agency. 
over over your grind. Again, I said this in my first impressions video. I was concerned about Bungie choking the currency for that. It's going to be great. Yay, I have all these umbrals and I have no freaking currency to focus them. Did you see how expensive it is? Like it gets expensive to focus your armor drops. Like you're going to blast through your currency. So unless Bungie has some sort of strategy for ramping up currency earn rate, that's a concern that I still have. If you choke the currency earn rate, you may devalue something that you've added that we've been asking for for like a really really long time player agency with respect to replacing my armor or getting higher stats we've been asking that for a super super long time mine costs 25 to focus okay so you've got the discount so it goes up to 250 so at the very least what's going to drop the 175 once you are i'm sorry 125 once you have the discount to get the half off that's still 125 every focus right now people are wanting to afk grind or find the fastest farms and they're only doing the the, the, the low cost one so I, I don't know. I don't know. Even cutting it in half, it still seems like it's expensive. It also seems like, again, you can cut it in half all you want. The earn rate seems choked. It seems like they've choked the earn rate. I just can't seem to get enough. I'm literally doing dailies every day. I'm doing it the legit way, and I still, I feel like I'm still just going to constantly be running out once I go to the higher focus, focusing costs. Don't touch my salami. Well, fine. Uh, wouldn't it be realistic? Uh, that since AFK wasn't the real problem, it's the unlimited powerful engrams. If AFK just gave umbrals and the focus machine didn't generate powerful armor, the community wouldn't have cared as much. No, no, ha! It's still the best route for loot, homie. You're getting the currency to focus, and if you want the new guns or the new stuff, or or you want to focus on trying to get like a martyr's retribution, it's still the best route for loot. Right? It's still the best route. Even if, even if the powerful thing, I understand what you're saying. You're like, well, if you couldn't get powerfuls, wouldn't that fix the problem? Nope. It would still exist because it would still be literally the best route for, for the, it's path of least resistance. It's the most rewarding thing right now. When Menagerie was glitched, everybody was running Menagerie. Why? It was super generous. When Warden of Nothing Nightfall was glitched and doing double drops, everybody was in there. Two years from Skullin, that's a gold badge. Welcome back, Skullin. I, I'm telling you, it's it's the best route. This is why, go all the way back to the earlier parts of the Q&A, the parts that I like didn't want to repeat, somebody asked a little bit ago. If you just create natural, generous, awesome lanes, people will just get into them. We've proven time and time again that we go where the money is. We go where the generous turnover is. So Bungie needs to stop being afraid of making stuff rewarding. If you make the new content rewarding, if you put a strike or a crucible multiplier on, so after you hit so many strikes or or matches, your umbral and currency earn rate is really, really healthy, people are going to lean into those lanes instead of this crap that we're doing now. They need to stop being afraid of being generous. Generosity isn't the enemy of engagement, it's the promoter of it. Always, always, generosity is not the enemy of engagement. The lack of generosity is the enemy of engagement. Everybody's engaging with other stuff or they're not playing. We, we've got to get that out of the game. We have to get this idea out of the game that like you have to choke the currency. You have to choke the rewards. You have to choke the powerful sources to once a week. No, get the frick out of here. Now the dungeon's a step in the right direction. We can regrind the dungeon for the loot in there. They start doing that with nightfalls. They start doing that with raids. We're in, we're, we're on the right trajectory then. Empowering players to play what they want to get the things that they want. As opposed to 
constantly trying to micromanage the player base so they end up AFKing forges because you didn't just empower us to go get the stuff in the game itself. It just... I, the public event should feel like Vex Offensive. Like, no-brainer, just just raining stuff on you. Just loot, umbrals, currency. This is awesome. Oh, my gosh. Why are you going and doing an AFK farm, dude? I can grind in two hours. I'll get more than you do AFKing in eight. <laughs> Create generous lanes and people get into them. That's why they're AFK farming. That's why people are grinding nightmare hunts. Why? Because it's a generous lane and we lean into the generous lanes. We always have and we always will. Loot loot farm, the loot cave, the menagerie before it was nerfed, and now this always proves the same axiom true. Destiny players go where the most generous turnover rate is. You just got to start putting that in the actual content so we don't avoid the content. It becomes the main hub. It's that simple. So we're going to move on to do the talk. I haven't done my official talk. If you are new and you have enjoyed this content, stick around and don't go anywhere. I've got more things to talk about with you. We're not going to stop the vibe and the podcast feel about this topic. Uh, If you're listening and you enjoy that it's family friendly, you can lurk and listen and keep me on in the background. Don't forget to push follow. Pushing follow is free and it supports my channel. You can turn on notifications. Monday through Friday, we're here during the day doing this and we thank you for the increased support lately. Viewership's just been insane. So if you're listening elsewhere, like iTunes, Google Play, Spotify or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at say no to rage.com. As always, please like, share, and subscribe.